I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Went to Carville to get a milkshake. This honey ripped me off all my loop cakes. The car, oh yeah, there's money in my jacket. Somebody broke into my ride and co-macked it. Yo, Tip, I tell you, man, the devil's trying it. But I'm gonna stay strong because I ain't buying it. Tonight I'm taking Sherry out. I don't have jack to wear. You know I got to look dipped in the fresh to gear. Cool, I found something, so I iron it. I think I caught up on the phone. Oh shit, I'm frying it. Will someone tell me what did I do to deserve this? I think I'll pull out my suit for Sunday service. My little brother wants Barney. Cool, I'm getting it. Took him down to KB. They ain't selling it. Here we go with the crime, yo, he's throwing fits My blood pressure's blowing up, I can't take the shit Finally got what he wanted, now he's good to go Again, the rival smash, where's my radio? What's out, my car was in the shop, I had to borrow, see? They had no mercy on the car, Leo will kill me Where the hell can Nikki be? I'm gonna smack her up I got two tickets for the Knicks and she gon' stick me up I need to hit a honey off, Jerome, you the phone Pulled out my fucker hose, oh yo, Sheila's home Steady smiling like a mother, yo, I'm wrecked to bone Went down on hun, she's in the red zone Stressed out more than anyone could ever be Forever trying to clear the samples for my new upbeat Everybody knows I go to Georgia often Got on the flight and I ended up in Boston With all these thousand tribulations, yo, I've been affected And to stop it all starts, gotta check Help me out, My girl was stressing me. Now her best friend being dressing me. But I was loving her by the moon ray. Now I'm tricking on her like Kente. Water bag of ism from the smoke shop. Walking towards the car, here come the damn cops. Now I'm station bound for the tie sticks. I bought it for my man, I don't believe this shit. Coach sat me down from the ball team. Cause I was breaking niggas on the end seams. Some niggas cross town was trying to stick me. All I had was shorts, a dollar fifty. Up this girl in the hoopty Just because around she tried to suit me Pay for this, pay for that, loot for nails in here Who the hell you think I am, Mr. Belvedere? Go and get a bloody job, then can we look cute? Even if you give me boots, you never see my loot She wasn't even all of that, just another hooker Simply turn that ass away quick like Chucky Booker Sometimes you got the- I used to live downtown 129th Street, convict Everything's upbeat Parties, ball out in the park, nothing. But girls at the dark, we chill. Nobody gets ill in the place we call the hill. At the Wild Wild West. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and... Karen. Yeah, Karen knew the lyrics of that one. I did. I know, she went off. Uh, but yeah, man. I was trying to do my cool Mo D impression. Well, that was pretty good. Uh, I you used to do I think you were missing a little bit of the... Uh, <laughs> I know I didn't need my shades too. I'm sorry. Yeah, my blind shades. And you need to get dissed by LL Cool J and lose and disappear. And nobody know where you at now. Nope. And then show up working fries in five years. That's what you need to do. And overweight. To com- yeah, to complete the complete the trifecta. Um, but hey, man, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Um, it's a Saturday morning feedback show. We got tons of feedback to get to today. Woo-hoo! Then we got like 15 voicemails. And- yeah. A bunch of emails, a couple new iTunes reviews, uh, all kinds of stuff, man. Yes, so, uh, thank you for reaching out to us, guys, because this show is all about y'all. That's right. The Saturday Morning Feedback Show is a show dedicated to our fans. It's not sponsored by anybody but you guys. Um, and uh, for those that don't know, maybe this is your first time hearing the show, um, 
this is the blackout tips and you can find us a whole lot of ways the blackout tips.com being the easiest way to find all the information you need to know yes uh you can follow us on twitter i'm at Ryder miss prime i am say that again that as in d-a-t the show twitter is at t-b-g-w-t for the show's twitter um you can also find us on itunes stitcher facebook and podomatic yes. Just search the black guy with tips like us on facebook uh leave us a five-star review on itunes and we promise we'll read it live on the air we will saturday mornings like today we will be reading some live five-star reviews mm-hmm. um and uh you can uh even donate to the show when you go to the blackouttips.com look on the right hand side in the column there's a donate button you can do one-time donations or recurring donations mm-hmm. uh we like them both and we appreciate the people who uh take the time out to give something to the show you know to show appreciation and support yep. um it definitely all goes to a good place to help us you know make the show better um you can also email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com or call the show and leave us a voicemail throughout the week or even talk to us live today uh 704-557-0186 i'll let you guys know when the phone lines are open because we got so many voicemails to play that i can't open up the phone lines right away because good grief um and of course, uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet bow. And we're also doing a campaign right now called Donate Your Account. Mm-hmm. You go to donateyouraccount.com slash tbgwt. You can donate one tweet per day, week, or month, or one Facebook post where we can uh, basically uh, retweet or share a link to the show on your on your page Mm -hmm. we promise nothing vulgar nothing over the top it's just uh something to say like hey why don't you check out this episode of the show or why don't you uh you know check out our sponsor something like that so uh please guys do that if you if you have twitter if you have facebook any form of social media uh help us out help us spread the word about the show yeah uh it really does make a huge difference it Uh, does guys you know when adam and eve or somebody comes to us and says we'd like to sponsor your show that's all because you guys have done such a great Great job spreading the word and telling people about us. Yes. Um, all right, man. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. Are we bullet, just doing this again? And bullet ball extreme again. <laughs> we double extreme. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot. I guess. Oh, no problem. Um, you know what? Just forget the show. Let's, let's just end it. No. Okay. All right. Well, we got to keep going. Um, what do you want to do first? We got iTunes reviews, emails, ton of voicemails, comments, donations. On the blog donations money right. folks if we don't do this then why would we even do the show if it wasn't for you guys there wouldn't be a show um so let's start off with my man yousef uh he, he he signed up for a donation man um thank you very much uh out of um atlanta ga you know what i'm saying my nigga what would they say thank you ain't no play in ga a lot of people ah! correct answers ain't no play in ga um Yo, my man Damian Jackson. Ooh. I am for real. With that recurring donation. Thank you. Love love to see that. We will see you next month, sir. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um Profess L C H aka Linda Charlemagne Harris said, Linda Charlemagne Harris here hitting you up with a little love offering. It's cray how attached I am to this show and as I need my fix. Bam! Cream. <laughs> Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Cash rules, everything around her. Mm-hmm. Thank really you, it. sweetheart. Thank you very much, uh, Profess Linda Charlemagne Harris. Um, my man, I walk less. Dropping a nice donation. And yo, I think he deleted his Twitter, man. Oh. I know, dog. I don't even know why. Like, he ain't give no like concession speak or nothing. Like, he just was like, I'm out, bamf. 
It's like, what the fuck happened, man? Did y'all run off I Walk Less, man? Y'all better die. I don't appreciate this shit, man. Me too many, too many fallen soldiers to the game, man. I Walk Less is a hilarious motherfucker, dog. Yes. So, I, yeah, man. I, he's still not found on Twitter, dog. I don't know what happened, man, but... Come back, please, I dog. hope y'all wasn't fucking with my man, dog. I'm not going to even beg for him to come back because you never know why people leave and that's what true. reasons they have, but... I don't know, man. Just that's just sad, you know. Because Twitter is a cool place, man. You yes. watch games, you see these motherfuckers tweeting about drinking brown liquor at one in the morning. You go, yes. I hope Walkless is gonna get up in the morning, you know. <laughs> now I'm gonna miss that. Me too. But thank you, man, for the donation. Yes. Uh, Nick the Jew, recurring donation. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you very much. So kind. We'll see you next month. That's see. right, Brittany. She signed up for a, a Brittany G signed up for a recurring donation. First time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brittany. We appreciate you believing in us, Britt, and we will see you next month too. We we really thank you. Yeah. These donations are awesome, man. I mean, just think about it. How many times people don't even donate to stuff like church. Right? That's true. How many times you went to church and didn't even give nothing? Yeah, a lot for me. Yeah. All you get for it is sex with Eddie Long and nobody wants that. <laughs> You Nobody need a little bit that. more out of it than that. Yeah. All right. So what do you want to do next? iTunes reviews. Uh, Let's do iTunes, then do voicemails. All right. Cool, man. All right. It's very simple how to give us a uh, iTunes review. All you have to do is go to, uh, to go either log into iTunes or go to iTunes.com and download it. Um, you log in there. You uh, If you're already getting podcasts from there, then you probably already have the program. Um, and you uh, search for the Blackout Tips and says, do you want to review this? This And you say yes. Give us a five-star review. Say whatever you want to say about the show. Promise it will get read on the air. It's very, very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, today's uh, reviews, uh, we have three of them. Um, Michael Peterson says, great shows, five stars. Mm, promising review. I like the title. Hi, Rod and Karen. I was introduced to your show by Yoli the Jew. Shouts to Yoli. Yeah, she is Yes, adorable. we love us some Lodi. Great Yoli friend of the Jew. show. Yes. Great friend of the show. Love Yoli Our the favorite Jew. Jew. So, well, she's all, well, you know, we have Nick the Jew, too, now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we got two Jews. We love yeah, them both love very much. We love both our Jews. Um, so, yeah, and this has, this has been the best podcast I have heard. You guys put me into, onto Mr. Moody's Neighborhood, Consumption Junction, and more urban podcasts. Moody calls them. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to thank you. I'm starting from the beginning of the blackout tips. I like the growth from then till now. Yeah. How could you not? The, the, we, we grow too. We were terrible at the beginning. Yes. On another note, sup, fuck, sup, fuck Tyler Perry for George Zimmerman, Mittens, Romney, Dwight <laughs> Howard, and especially Mario Chong. Nah, not worth it. What's up? Chill. <laughs> I'll stop because it, I'll stop before this becomes long, like a Gabby voicemail. Hi, Gabby. Why is Brent singing to your wife like Tyrese on the voicemail? Keep up the great work. It's appreciated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was like, do, 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 do. Always happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Rod and Karen are funny people. This is from Nemesis Prime. Great show. He says five stars. Rod and Karen are funny people. Shout out to Scarfinger for letting me discover this great show. Shout out to Scarfinger and Sherry over at the Geese Gone Raw crew. Yeah, gotta get them back soon. Yes, we do. Uh, Water Pistol Pete, five stars from Bass Rudy. 
great show y'all always keeps me laughing been telling everyone about the podcast thanks rob for the recommendation for the movie the raid great action scenes also check out shorty mac he is funnier than wesley pipes he is a little slow upstairs ah! he is a little slow upstairs but freaking hilarious the 50 tyson of porn one i don't watch porn to laugh two <laughs> I've, I've i've seen shorty mac man and it, it does feel like I'm watching somebody that's slow in the brain. It's it's hard to watch that because I just, I don't know, man. I don't need like a mongoloid having sex out there to get off. Like, he's, I don't know, man. He just seems weird, dude. I, I'm not into, the dude should not be a factor. It's like I said, he's like, ah! the dude is like the gun a in the first. prop. He's like a gun in a first person shooter. That's what he should be. You shouldn't be looking at your gun while you're playing the game. You're just looking at the screen. So, I don't need anybody distracting from the plot with their like dumbness. And the raid was a great movie. We went to go. Ain't that what we seen last yeah. night? Yeah, the raid redemption. Yeah, man. for those of you that don't know, I think it's only out this weekend in Charlotte. In Charlotte, but it's, but it's, it's, it's you traveling. can go to the you can go to the raid movie or raidmovie.com. dot com. It's traveling around uh, doing different um, towns and stuff. See when it's in your town, man. It's probably the best action movie I've seen in, in decades. A long time, like, yes, just it is. just insane action. It's for it is gory, action heavy. It's not for the light of heart like no um no it's like chocolate but if chocolate went there like yes like so many movies had the potential to be like this but this one went there i mean just yes. violent yes and beautiful and just choreographed great and yes it, it the whole time it was hilarious when we went in there uh, me, you, and Chris was like down front, yeah. and the whole time, and we act like we was well, we'll, watching it on the fifty-inch screen because everybody was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow." Okay, um, but yeah, that just go see the raid if you get a chance. It's really good. Yes, it is. Five stars. Um, all right, man. Um, we also got a random comment on Podomatic, so let me just say that Rekka sends in Astrocon. What is that? A unicorn? Laughing my motherfucking butt off. Choked on my chicken wing when I heard Karen say that shit. Great up as usual, y'all. One, so icy. S-O-H-H. Thank you. I think that's record pride from uh, S-O-H-H. Um, but yeah, man, thank you very much uh, for all that. Karen said you want to do voicemails next? Yes. Man, we got a shit ton of voicemails this week, guys. Let's do it. Um, so, all right, let me just get to playing them. Hey, what's up, Rod and Karen? This is day uh, Full calling in. Oh, wait, 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 before I do that. Um, to call us, to, to leave us a voicemail is 704-557-0186. Don't call now though, but, uh, if you call during the week and you want to leave a voicemail, that's how you do it. Um, we'll open up the phone lines live later on. Um, but also I want to remind people cause I forget that we don't remind people every week. Try to keep your voicemails to about three minutes or less because, um, you know, it's, it helps the show go along faster and everyone can get a chance to talk. Uh, we had a couple people leave a little bit longer than three minutes, and I'll see if I can play them. But, you know, in interest of keeping the show moving, we we can't always do that. So, you know, in a, a day like today, we get 15 of them. Like, yeah, we, we definitely need them to be three minutes or less. But uh, thank you guys for leaving the voicemails in the first place. It's really appreciated. It is. Hey, what's up, Rod and Karen? This is uh, Day Full calling in my first voicemail ever. But uh, I'll listen to the second Saturday episode, and I just realized I am a recovering simp. Oh, man. And, uh, undergrad, I just, I was a fucking simping machine. Probably every year of college, I had a big simping episode. Oh. Probably, I'm going to say there was two that was probably the absolute worst. 
when I was a freshman, the senior chick uh, was feeling me right. And, uh, you know, she was sexy and everything. And I was, she was older, so, I, you know, I did whatever the hell she wanted me to do. She called me up at 3 a.m. and be like, yo, come over. And I go over there thinking I'm about to get laid, and she don't want to do nothing but cuddle. <laughs> oh. Oh and I'll I just come running like a little puppy dog. But it gets worse. She had a man. Oh. Uh, on the side. Oh, man, that was terrible. Uh, I'm so ashamed of myself. And then I was, uh, when I was a senior, actually, after a year after I graduated, I was dating a girl. And she was crazy, man. And she used to just fuck my life up and just go nuts on me all the time, right? But, you know, I, I broke up with her because she was crazy. But she sweet talked her way back into my world. Aww. And she was like, I've never been on spring break before. Let's go on spring break. Let's take a vacation. So I, my dumbass, go buy a credit card, get a credit card, and then we go to Puerto Rico. She's like, you know, I'll, I'll pay you back, um, blah, blah, blah. Of course, I never spent a penny of that money. No. Oh. Ran on my credit card. Probably a month later, she cheated on me. Oh. And then came to my apartment, cried her eyes out. What did I do? Not shit. And then I still gave her some sympathy sex that night. Oh. And then the next morning, like the big, like the biggest trip ever. I was like, oh, I felt so bad for her. I felt bad for her when she cheated on me. How stupid is that? Oh. And then I took her back. And you know what she did? She continued to cheat on me. I just find this out through a year later now. But whatever. She's married now. So fuck her life. But anyway. And then, okay, so recently I thought, you know, after I graduated and got all moved on from her and left and went to Ithaca, you know, I figured I'm, I'm over my simple ways. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Until I was, uh, you know, messing with this young girl. She was legal, no archery. Um, but, you know, she was just, I don't know, she just did something to me, right? And uh, we flew long distance. So she ended up picking this other dude over me who was close by. This white boy, right? And uh, this nigga ain't got nothing going on with his life. None of that shit. And this nigga gets her pregnant. Oh. And then just up and leaves her. It's like, fuck you. Get your pregnant ass. So I'll find out about this. And what does my something ass do? She immediately starts trying to save this shit. Oh, I'm man. like, oh, man. I'm having dreams and shit. You know, me walking around with a little mulatto baby. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? So I don't know. If y'all got like a separate intervention, y'all need to uh, put me in it. Because I, I nigga be relapsing. Oh. But anyway, keep up the good work. I uh, love the show. And uh, hopefully, you know, I'll, I can stop some. So. All right. Peace out. Oh, we're going to have Jeez. to have a simping part, too. Damn it. I don't even think I caught his name, and that's probably good. I hope people don't, I hope women don't find out your name, brother. You about to be no. broke. Damn, you need a simp intervention. <laughs> yeah, simp intervention. Good grief, man. That's, that's insane. Just, oh. Sorry to hear that, man. People having babies, and you thinking about taking care of somebody else? Badass baby. Wow. Cheating on you for years and shit. God damn, nigga. Oh. Ooh, I know that show last week. I feel like we did a public service. Yes. People waking up like, yeah, man, I was a simp. I didn't even know that's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> and then put like this, put like this. I had symptoms, didn't know what it was called. Yeah, <laughs> symptoms, all right. Hey, Rod and Karen, it's me, um, Gabby, the, the official racial gal of the podcast. I apologize, and I have a little bit of laryngitis right now. Um, so my voice is sounding a little bit messed up. I just wanted to say um, I'm listening to the Simpson episode of uh, the Black Science Podcast, which I love. And uh, I want to thank you so much for 
I love you, you know, for letting me know the name of the I Love You song um, with a guy that goes, you know, the, you know, like just over and over again. Oh, 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 like just. Oh, Lenny Williams. I can't do it right now because it's just kind of sounds not right with Michael. Uh, but I just love that song. It may be something, but just, you know, like, what's it called? Um, your favorite guy. Uh, uh, I love Steve that song Harvey. too, Gabby. He's the one who did. Um, he did a little reenactment of the man singing that song. Steve Harvey. Uh, on the King yeah, Harvey. they love that song. And Steve ever Harvey since show. I heard that, I've always wanted to kind of figure out what the name of it was, but couldn't quite. You know, didn't put in the effort to figure it out. Wasn't quite sure. Quite sure. So thank you uh, for hooking me up with the info because now I'm gonna go uh, have to go listen to it. Also, I wanted to say thank you so much for um, you know just telling your audience. You know, like you share a lot of great apps and a lot of great um, like podcasting things and and like tools and resources. And I just want to say thank you for that. You guys have been promoting Stitcher, and before I had never used it, haven't heard of it, and um, now I'm able to use it, and I just freaking love it. It's like amazing. It is um, great. I feel like it's better than iTunes, um, and so yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm just ecstatic about it. Uh, you know. I don't know. It's, it's a nerdgasm kind of thing. Um, so keep up the great uh, work, uh, and um, can't wait to hear uh, more. Okay, bye. Bye, Gabby. Yeah, so Gabby's all in love with the iPhone, man. Until y'all Section 8 people fucked up Instagram. Oh! <laughs> classism. <laughs> uh, then uh, she also left this voicemail. Because Gabby. Hey, Rod and Kent, it's me, Gabby. Um, this is my racial gal podcast. Sorry, my throat is uh, really messed up right now, so I'm sounding horrible. Um, uh, this is uh, my second call-in. I just had to say how funny the simping uh, episode is. This is, like, one of definitely the best um, uh, episodes you guys have put out. I'm laughing. Like, I just can't stop laughing. I love how Ron is talking over the song, you know, and, and talking about baby face and, you know, about just, like, you know, buying clothes and just, just ratchetness, but it's just funny. I mean, I, I can think that would apply. I think he, you guys are so funny that you guys could probably have a whole show of just making the funniest observations about some songs. You know, Nelly, you know, anything from Nelly to Babyface to John B to just all kind of ratchet, simping, non-simping songs. Um, just Rod was making it hilarious and Keep up the great work. I can roast it a little bit on this podcast, but that's okay. I think it's a funny podcast, off the hook as always. Um, so keep up the great work, Rod and Carrie, and you guys oh, definitely put a smile on my face on this Easter morning. Okay, uh, talk to you later. Bye. We wow, roast you out of love, Gabby. We love you. Yeah, I'm so proud of Gabby, man, because yes. I don't know when she kind of used to be a punk, man, but she kind of stepped up and embraced it. And to be honest, there's a lot of people that listen to the show that couldn't take the jokes and stuff that we make, not just we, but the entire podcast community makes about Gabby. Like, there's a lot of people that will fold under the pressure to get mad, stop fucking with the show. Like, that cheese lady never called back. She was like, fuck y'all. Like, I thought we was cool. It's just a joke. Me too, yes. But, you know, there's a lot of people that don't really, you know, they don't want to be joked on. They don't want to be part of the joke. You know, even when people call a joke on us or we joke on ourselves, you know, I, I think to some extent people even look at that and go like, 
that's you know that's different like you can take a joke but as a fan i don't want to become part of the show that way you know and part of the joke so you know and, and so it, it really does mean a lot to us that yes, gabby calls it, it and does gabby interacts with the show and stuff i think uh people kind of take it for granted at this point um and because i mean who else can you call and literally be like every week somebody's like shut the fuck up i don't want to hear that shit stop calling and then she'll call next week and you know and, yes. and i like but i like that shit cause me I, too i know i like i think what happens for a lot and this happens for a lot of the fans i know it definitely happened with us for a while i was just like why does gabby call every week like she don't always have something to say she's just calling and randomly talking for a while she was leaving too many voicemails and getting crazy and then she stopped calling for a while and was like what the fuck gabby miss you yes Come we back. were her i, I asked Roger, i said we heard from karen a few baby what's going on we got the final okay? yes we was concerned i had to come on twitter are you all right leave us a message what the fuck it's like your mom call home boy all right here we go Hey, Rod and Karen. Uh, this is Greg from the Forget With Her podcast. Um, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't appreciate uh, what my um, acquaintance did there. Um, but I'll be uh, I'm plotting revenge uh, very soon. Um, I'm in the middle of this to your feedback episode from Saturday. And... You start playing that Joe song. The first thing that came to mind is um, there's this clip on YouTube from the Mickey Mouse Club where it's like uh, Justin Timberlake and uh, J.C. Shazay from NSYNC and you have Ryan Gosling and whatever the black dude's name is from the Mickey Mouse Club. And they did that song. Like they would have... Um, they did Phoenix? They would like do a cover song and stuff. And they did that song by Joe and it always, uh, oh, cry for you. I hear that song, it reminds me of that, and that's why I think the Mickey Mouse Club got canceled. Wow. Um, I don't think Disney was uh, too pleased about that. No. Um, Disney ain't about that same Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's all I got right now. Um, I haven't listened to Sunday's episode yet, uh, but hopefully I'll be able to give you a call uh, when that happens. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, thank you, Greg. Thank uh, that's the Greg Heard on Twitter from the Forget What You Heard podcast. We were on his show this week, so guys, definitely want to go check that out. Anytime you're wondering uh, where you can hear more Rod and Karen, make sure you go to the site and check out the guest spots. Yeah, um, because we do guest spots on other people's shows. We do. And we put links up to it, so you know you go check us on Where's My Forty Acres, Greg Heard podcast, um, and uh, there was one more show. Oh, I forgot to put up the link to both. Where's My Forty Acres? I, I yeah, I said Where's My Forty Acres, but um, also I meant to say uh, you can check me out on the Evening Jones. I have that yes. fixed at the end of the day. Let me write that down. Cause okay. I was on the evening Jones with Bomani talking about uh, Bobby Petrino, or as I like to call him, Bobby Valentrino, because he was because ah! lo- he was loving him. Yeah, hard. <laughs> he was he was in love with them hoes. <laughs> he was secretly loving them hoes. <laughs> he was filling them hoes. He was giving them jobs. You, you, you think they was riding on their bikes playing SWV? He was. Yeah. <laughs> he was giving them jobs. He giving them twenty thousand. That that'll never be old. Uh, Beautiful. Hey, Rod and Karen. Uh, this is Greg again. Don't forget with her podcast. I said I was going to call later in the week, but I think I called 20 minutes later. But I wanted to, uh, uh, which I know about this before I forgot. Um, with your flipping playlist, uh, there is a song called Tempest. 
by boys to men. And um, I think it, it epitomizes the, uh, the, what a simp is. Uh, so uh, I think you guys should uh, check out that song. It's from their second album. And um, I can't pull up the lyrics right now. But, yeah, it's spelled with a Y. Just it's S-Y-M-P-I-N, uh, just so there's no confusion. And, uh, yes, I'm still plotting Revenge on 8 is Simp. And, uh, <laughs> eight is Simp. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Abe, Abe got him good, y'all. When he yes, called, he, he called in live and then he said that he wanted to dedicate the song to <laughs> Greg Hurd because he was the biggest simp that he knows. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so. Let me uh, get to the next voicemail. Hey, what's up, Riding Karen? This is Anthony Animal Thug Tatum, and um, I just want to uh, wish you a happy Easter and hope that you aren't eating peas. Uh, peas are the nastiest shit ever. Um, I know a friend of mine, uh, T. Um, Tyrell713, does not agree, but I don't give a fuck. They are nasty. And I would also like to say um, Pimp, um, Prince has another um, Sim song which is Damn You, and I think it's off the Diamonds and Pearls album. No, that money don't matter tonight. But um, I'm not, I forgot what album it's on, but I'm rambling, so I'm going to get off this. Um, I guess you guys um, have a great day. Bye. All right. Thank you. Well, thank you, Animal Thug. I actually Thug. got a voice with Animal Thug Tatum. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks for calling in, man, and uh, we'll have to check out that. We have to vet that song before we uh, add it to the simp playlist. You know, yes. I don't just add just anything. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. It like, got to be simp to the simp. Toya sent me like uh, 500 songs last week and like none of them was about simping. It was just her getting pussy remix and shit. I was like, come on. <laughs> now. This shit totally different. Like you can't be playing like get up on a room like this ain't simping. This is just getting her to, to, to lay down with you. That's different. I mean, I saved them songs. though. Thank you. Um, all right, man. So, <laughs> so uh, we have another voicemail we need to play. We have a bunch of them, actually. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Montoya. Montoya, man, because I just had to say, as I, I had to pause the show while I'm while I'm making this call, so I didn't lose my train of thought. But the black guy who tips has to have the most hilariously racist audience I've ever been a part of, man. Man, the, the names they get folks be coming up with, man, to talk about the different races, man, I, you know, in the wrong context of have people in since. But I laugh like a motherfucker at the time, dog. <laughs> anyway, y'all take it easy. I let Thank you. Yeah, they are so racist. Like, it's just, like, the depths of racism in the audience is just, it's astounding. <laughs> they go to the next level. You know, it's funny because people, oh, black people can't be racist. Have you listened to our show? Yes. Yes, they can. They can do anything they put their minds to, apparently, including offend everybody. Yes. What's up, Rod and lovely Karen? It's your boy, Kojak, in the building. I'll stop by and say, what's up? Thank you. Just got done listening to the last show. Well, I'm an hour into it. I just had to say something about it because that's hilarious. That's the Bayless joint, which I watched it yesterday. Came in the middle of it. Didn't know what it was about, but God, dog, Jalen got to get his ass. God, dog. 
And I have lost all respect for uh, Jay, Co- Jay Crawford, who is the moderator. Mm-hmm. He used to be real cool. Now he up here, like, he married doing the intervention. That's messed up. <laughs> and then did y'all see when Skip came out and they tried to double-team Jalen? Yeah, yeah. That a. was the funny part, too. Yeah. I know Jalen was looking like, are you serious? Really? <laughs> Hello? So Hello? Jalen didn't really just walk out and just smack Skip and just call it a day. But it is what it is. Uh, going back to that whole basketball thing, I understand that, you know, people want to fight, be petty, and like they five, six, seven-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Once again, my white person come along, they have that whole slave master, cop, don't want to go to jail mentality. Mm-hmm. The black dude who works here, who apparently says, works there, wears clothes that says he works there, says, hey, can you, uh, nice gentleman, please stop? They don't want to stop. So when white men come said, could y'all niggas or Negroes please stop playing? <laughs> then we want to all go, we better stop before you call the cops because he exactly. looks kind of serious. Exactly. <laughs> I call the cops too now. But uh, appreciate the show. I'm going to finish listening to it. Y'all have a good day. All right. Peace. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for the call, man. It, and yeah, that that does bother me. I don't know where that comes from. Where dudes mm-hmm. really will, I've seen dudes straight up disrespect a black employee at a, at a store or something. White dude comes over, same rank and everything, and says something. It's like they calm down. It's like what? Where is that coming from? Like where is that self hatred from? Where, I have no idea. I don't play that bullshit. I call the cops. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Skip. Uh, my man Stephen A. Smith came in there. And really just sassed it up all over the place. Just Hello, <laughs> I am here. Don't you see me? No, we don't. We Who the hell are you? First of all, both of you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. I'd have been ashamed. If I was there, I would slap both of y'all. Psh- I always, always worry about when grown men talk about slapping somebody. Because that's not how grown men... I've been in several fights and been threatened several times and being slapped while it is a tremendous disrespectful act yes it is it is not the first thing out your mouth like that's not what grown you don't man i will slap oh i will slap you mm. i will no my mama's told me i slapped the fire out your well, mouth your, your mother is a woman though. oh my bad like it's not <laughs> like you don't see these dudes walking around like i will slap you you know uh yeah, that nigga tried to that nigga tried to rob me, son. So I slapped him. Like that does oh. not sound dangerous. Plus, he backed off of it too. He's like, I would slap y'all, and then y'all probably would beat me up. I'm like, shut up. Then you wouldn't do shit. No, you would just, talk loud on the area uh, on the on the radio. That's right. Oh, idiot. Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Mike, your Scottish fan in London. Oh, cool. just to say that uh, Simping Saturday was the funniest thing ever. But I don't know if I need that every Saturday. He started with that James Blunt, you beautiful song. <laughs> um, have you heard of London rhyming slang? Because James Blunt is like London rhyming slang. And the first line of that song is, he says, my life is brilliant. And I find I don't really believe him about that because he says, he says he sees this girl on the subway, but she's with another man. Yeah. And then he says, I won't know there's no sleep on that because I've got a plan. Uh-oh. He says he's got a plan. And then the very next line, he's saying, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> to me, that's not what having a plan means. <laughs> that's not what having the word plan means and not knowing what to do. <laughs> anyway, keep up the good work with the show. 
loving the show. Thanks. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much, man. Mike from the Scottish listener in England. Dude. Oh, thank you. International, so baby. Much. International. Up top. God damn, that was Thank dope. you, sweetheart. And uh yeah, man, that that too he he said some other contradictory shit too, like talked about stepping to her, but he was high or some shit. Like he was making all these excuses, just like a simp would. But uh he was also stalking that chick. That was Aww. that was kinda creepy. Yes. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? This is Sharif. Um just a couple of things about your uh last show. Um First thing was that when um, you were talking about, like, the basketball stats and, like, how it's annoying, how, like, some people want to only go by stats, I agree with you halfway. Um, the thing about it is I, I think that some of the stats that they use don't really capture the effect that people have on the court. I feel like if they had new, new stats, it would be even better. Um, I forgot where I read this, but, like, they were talking about if, if like, they could somehow measure, like, uh, not only blocks, but, like, when a guy in a paint actually makes the other guy change his shot or, like, mm-hmm. deflect his shot or, like, a, or like pass it. Because um, there's a lot of times where, like, you know, if, like, uh, Tyson Chandler or, like, somebody is, like, in the lane, a guy just won't go in there or, or like, he'll throw up like some terrible shot, you know. So I think if I, if uh, that was somehow measured, and I'm not sure how, um, it would be great. <clears throat> also, if they somehow measured, like, when, like, a point guard makes a perfect pass to, like, a wide-open dude and he misses the shot, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what they could call it, like, a assist or, like, non-assist or, like, or, um, or something, but like I just feel like that, like you know, that like that would give like a more accurate view of like a uh, guard and like a, a point guard. Um, also, on the uh, Starbucks porn uh, thing, mm-hmm. um, saw flying once. Um, I was in the first class, you know, like a bunch of old white dudes, right? Um, and this one dude, he was reading like his newspaper. He, he just really calmly put his paper away, took his laptop out, put put the screen protector on, um, put his headphones on, and, you know, proceeded to watch some hardcore-ass porn. <gasps> uh, <laughs> and the the only reason I noticed, because the uh, screen protector pretty much blocks you off from the side, is that, like, the bathroom was, like, behind him. Oh. So I was coming back from the bathroom, and, and, like, I just happened to glance over, and I was like, holy shit. Wow. So, like, the rest of the flight, I just kept on looking back, waiting for other people to come from the bathroom as well as the uh, the uh, flight attendants just to see if they noticed. And they all definitely did, but the flight attendants never did anything. It was just weird. They they just kind of saw the dude. They, they, like, smirked or they gave him a look and then just bounced. So, uh, I don't I'll, know. You know what? Was with that, cause I know. I know if, like, I was watching, like, Booty Talk 51 or something up, up in the plane, I'm sure <laughs> that they would say something. They'd have stopped that, sir. Anyway, y'all, I'm out. Please. Uh, I bet you the fly attendants probably see that shit all the time. They was like, look, this is not worth bothering the captain for. Good I just want to know, who the fuck needs free Wi-Fi that bad and, and porn at the same Like, who is, like, the only way I'm going to get to this porn is if I go somewhere with free Wi-Fi. So let me get my screen protector out. And a lot of times, depending on where you at, the free Wi-Fi sucks. 
yeah i just weird dude i i never understood like uh i have this thing it's called a uh, self-control i can wait until the optimal situation to touch my penis i don't really need <laughs> to, i don't need it constantly streaming through my phone and shit like that it's like oh well um i have five minutes between uh five minutes between tasks at work i better pull out my porn like come on man what is wrong with y'all how the fuck do you leave the house? Like, what? Is, what other things are you are you fucking up? Um, as far as the stats, man, uh, and I see classic material basically said what I was gonna say in the chat. Um, I don't want y'all to turn basketball into baseball with all these stats because it's not the same. And not just that, but here's the point of sports, man. To me, is to defy the stats. Sometimes, like I think a lot of times people spend too much time trying to analyze and explain what happens on the court. And, of course, trying to predict what will happen. And they lose the fanness of, of what we're doing. They lose mm-hmm. the spectacle of it. That we're watching people overcome things that we did not think they could. True. You know? Like, when people, I remember when Allen Iverson got in the league and everybody was like, he's going to have to change his game or he's never going to be a successful NBA player. And fast forward, hey, this dude made it to the finals, was the only team, uh, was on the only team that actually made the Lakers lose in the playoffs that year, um, even though they did lose in the finals. But that was way further than anyone ever told me he was going to be able to go. I know it's so. Even with those quote unquote horrible stats. So it's like, to me, the stat shit is just not a big deal. Like, it doesn't mean but so much, man. I enjoy watching the sport but um, and also uh, people manipulate the stat to get what they want and like uh for example people the like when i said okay i'm looking at this uh and chris paul uh from the field is only shooting one percent better than russell westbrook so i don't really buy the whole like oh he's a much better shooter like he's 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 a he's like he is not or at least it's negligible like if a guy's shooting more shots and he's hitting one percent less of them i'm actually okay with that Mm -hmm. like it doesn't bother me like if chris paul suddenly started averaging 25 points and shooting one percent less i wouldn't be like oh god man this is terrible like i what what happened to chris paul's game but when you start getting these nuanced arguments people start bringing that stuff up like it's the be all end all of of the argument like but it's but you look at the true shooting percentage, and it's three yeah, percent. It's like and, and it's, okay, and it's not that important. That's like somebody going to your real life, be like, "Well, you had a five percent increase in your productivity today, and that's all you're gonna do forever." So based off your productivity, I think this, and I think that. You're like, dog, just just watch and see. Yeah, well, not just that. Um, it's not even just that. It's just the uh, the arguments of like, okay, these guys are really close, and then it's like you prefer one or the other, and all and that's of a, okay, right? But all of a sudden, you have to find a stat to justify why you think it's better oh instead, instead of, just, of just being like i like the way chris paul plays the game i actually prefer chris paul's style of play over russell westbrook me too but if you told me like yo who would you pick uh for your on your team for a year uh if you you know if you could uh have them right now or you know whatever for this year i think russell westbrook is having more impact on the sport uh or, or on on the court then Chris Paul is right now. It's still very, very close. It's not like if I got Chris Paul, I'd kill myself. That I, st- I, I it's just the way that he's playing is ridiculous. He niggas just taking everybody to the fucking rack and shooting it at will. And like, like my people on Hot Five started to say, uh, people say he can't do this, he can't do that, and he's out there just going, "How about this? Like some of this? How about this? Want some of that? <laughs> that shit good. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we got a long voicemail from. Uh, 
uh spencer man so y'all bear with me um uh, but I, I i i'm gonna try to play as much as i can hey rod hey karen this is uh spencer the official i guess you can say police uh officer of the black guy who tips podcast uh been listening for a long time i hit you up every once in a while on twitter and uh really really dig the show and everything i just wanted to uh leave my first voicemail with you guys and uh just touch on a couple points or whatever i first want to say how relieved i am not only as a uh human being but as a police officer that george zimmerman is finally behind bars uh it's i mean it's i've been doing law enforcement for about 12 years uh in up in northern uh, new jersey and then down south where i'm at right now in louisiana and uh I just have this different perspective on things a lot of times when you see stuff come out in the news about some sort of injustice or whatever. I, I tend to wait and let all the facts come out before I comment on it, before I just jump on one side or the other. So at first when, when this whole Trayvon Martin thing came out, I was like, well, let, let me get all the facts and everything. Something just ain't adding up or whatever that this random-ass fake cowboy just gunned down this kid. And days go by, weeks go by, still same same story or whatever, except he gets even more twisted that this dude is just, like, chasing him down. I hear the 911 tape. He's calling him a coon and this, that. The dispatcher tells him, hey, you don't need to do that. Don't follow him or whatever. And, and the kid, this the, the fucking man shoots down this, this innocent life or whatever. It's a shame or whatever. And, I mean, I've been... Before I was uh, an official police officer, I was a dispatcher, so I, I talked to these, these cowboys, as I, I like to call them, these fake-ass cowboys, who, who want to call up, they want to seem like get permission to enforce the law themselves or whatever so they can have some sort of immunity and, and go after people. I, I get people wow. calling all the time, oh, mm-hmm. I've got this, this guy on my property, uh, I, I, where are you guys at? I need you here. If you guys don't get here, I'm going to shoot them. Can I shoot him if you guys don't get here? And it's like, uh, no, sir, you can't shoot him or whatever. Well, what do you want me to do? I, I want you to wait till the real police officers get there. And it's just, this is a prime example of that. It's just this fake-ass dude who couldn't be a cop, pretending to be a cop, and, and saw his chance to just live his dream. And it just, he went way too far, and, and we lost a, a innocent life or whatever. I mean, my only concern now or whatever, even though I'm relieved, is that, the Florida judicial system doesn't fuck this up somehow. I mean, the Casey Anthony trial where the girl got off and everything, when when everything seemed to be stacked against it or whatever. I mean, the one part one part of the equation is done getting them in jail and everything like that, and, and starting to get them through the legal process. But I mean, who knows? Who knows what craziness could could come out in this trial or whatever? And I, I just hope that uh, that justice is done and everything. Um, Another thing I want to touch on, uh, which uh, on a lighter subject, is this Bobby Petrino thing. Can we please induct him into the Dick is Not Your Friend Hall of Fame? Like, you know, he's a godfather member. <laughs> that he's just on his own own level. And I was dying laughing. I listened to that podcast with uh, on uh, the Evening Jones where you and, and Bo just broke it down over and over again. I was cracking up laughing. I, I dying laughing. Good laughs. And last thing I, w- I want to touch out, I want to be like Gabby and make like an eight-minute-long message or whatever, but uh, just quickly on, on Skip fucking Bayless. Oh, my God. 
and I hate even saying his name. I hate even. I, I really don't even watch first take. The only time Me I either. I even attempted to look at it is if somebody who I think might put him in his place goes on there, like like a Ryan Clark or even Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs called him a douchebag or whatever. But as soon as I saw this, this Jalen Rose thing come out or whatever, and I saw the day before about how he his his lie was starting to unravel. I, I just had to watch, and it, it was just it was funny. The first day when he got called out, but it's so it's, it's hilarious how it took him a whole day to just fucking come back and respond and be like, and then get his 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 dog, as you put it, Stephen A. Smith, who I used to have a, a tad of respect for, just a little, but no, it, it was just embarrassing how he carried himself on the air. Just he's one of those people where when he's wrong or he can't think of anything to say, he just shouts. He gets louder and louder, and then he just repeats himself over and over again. He did it like four times. He's like, Jalen, let me talk. Jalen, let me talk. Can I get a moment? Can I talk? Can I talk? It's like you don't have anything to say. Just shut the fuck up. And it's hilarious because Jalen's just calm, cool, and just chill about it or whatever. I got you here. I got you there or whatever. And Stephen A. Smith has got to make it about him or whatever. He sees his, his master, as you, as you put it, <laughs> get his ego deflated. Mm-hmm. And then it's so funny on the, when you can see him on TV and they got the, the little side-by-side picture. You can you can start to see Skip Bayless' ego slowly start to build up from, from the ashes. Yep. That, His that color started coming back, man. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just want to also say, I mean, I love the show. You and Karen absolutely cracked me up. And uh, I, I look forward to listening to you guys. Uh, I don't get a chance to listen to you guys live every once in a while because of the rotating shifts and, and whatnot. But, uh I love listening to you guys while I'm at work and, and everything. I just, I just crack up. I, I got some people turned on you guys at the uh, police station and everything. And uh just want to end by saying, like, I mean, a lot of people, we get bad rap as uh, as law enforcement officers and everything like that. And we all aren't the same. Like, believe me, I know I, your, your homeboy from Chicago got dirty on, on that gun charge and everything. But, I mean, just like all people aren't the same, black, white, Hispanic, Asian or whatever, all cops aren't the same. Like we, there, there's some good ones of us out there and everything like that. So uh, stay ratchet and uh, keep up the good work. All right. Thanks. Oh, no doubt, man. We will. We will. Thank, Thank you, Spencer. You. Um, yeah, a couple things. One, um, I think it was actually in New Orleans where that one officer. I don't know if we covered it or not. Where he got fired because he was on Facebook talking about look live like a thug die like a thug in reference to trayvon martin wow so like you know it's yeah it's definitely a lot of uh you know animosity and whatnot going on but um also man yeah i i appreciate you um listening and i don't i I mean i'm not like uh there i know there's some people that like fuck the police i don't really believe in that because like everybody everybody fuck the police till you need the police i know so you know and i have several officers and stuff in my you know like like when i work at the y and stuff and we'll talk every once in a while like i said we ain't the coolest of the cool and shit but it doesn't bother me like it bothers a lot of people man but uh you know i have to say maybe and i've had a couple run-ins with you know dwb and stuff but it's you know like i said i just don't hold that as a all cops are the same fuck the cops because you know somebody breaking my shit i'm calling y'all i know it's so you know and i I want y'all to come yeah i don't want to be like fuck you can you please help me please (laughs) i got shot you know but uh anyway um i thought that was cool man and i think for Stephen a smith what changed him was when he got fired like he's never been the same after he lost his show and 
got fired from the network and had to go scramble to like be on he was doing political shows and shit anybody if you stuck a mic in his face he was gonna talk yeah and i think that was the moment where he was just like yo fuck this the next time i get on a uh, show where i can get i'm I'm going to suck the best dick i can suck you know he's (laughs) Ah! To his credit, no one sucks Skip Bayless's dick like Stephen A. Smith. Period. What's going on, Mr. Rod? Ms. Karen? Uh, my name's Keith. What up, um, Keith? I love the show. Thank um, you. I was on my way home and I just put in the latest, the latest podcast. And I was listening to it, and um, man, I'm telling you that Stephen A. Smith joint when they tried to do the Jalen man. I love Jalen Rose, man. Yes. The dude is, is, is hard as hell. Because he was just un, unapologetic about the whole thing, which he should have been. I mean, who the hell going to apologize to your baby? Like, <laughs> I mean, has he looked at himself lately? I mean, come on, man. It is unreal. <laughs> then, you know, I know you didn't play the whole thing, but it was like, they brought Chris Carter on there to try to accuse <laughs> him plus wow. Stephen A. To make Jalen Rose apologize, and at the end of the day, Jalen Rose was like, "Well, fuck you, I ain't going." Literally, yeah. <laughs> they said, "Fuck you, I'm not going." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was the weirdest thing to me. You know what I'm saying? And at one point, you know, Skippy even said, "Yeah, you kind of hurt my feelings about it." And Jalen looked at him like, "Ain't this what this whole thing about?" Because I hurt your feelings. <laughs> right. I'm like, "Come on, man, real mm-hmm. for real, man." I'm like this. I'm glad y'all talked about it because that type of stuff needs to be addressed. Because, like I say, Stephen A. used to be a cool guy. He is 10, used to be a cool show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was young and times have changed. You know, Stephen A. Smith is damn near set out. ESPN really ain't shit. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of pumped up analysts who did, like I say, they get mad at athletes so they talk bad about them, especially when they're black. You just hear it over and over and over again. Oh, Michael Vick killed off. Mm-hmm. But then he come back, $100 million contract. We don't like him because he got money. And you living on your nice seven figure salary, but it's not much Mike Vick. He still fits. <laughs> don't like them at all. Like I say, you see when it comes to basketball, they probably got two good analysts I like. That's Jalen Rose, and it used to be Greg Anthony before they got rid of him because they didn't want to pay my man no money. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's thinking anybody come do Greg Anthony's job. Bullshit. But, you know, that's just my take on it. But love the show. Keep doing your thing. At some point, I'm going to have to donate because, I mean, hell, man, I don't listen to the radio anymore. First iPhone, been been hitting all the podcast stuff. Some of the ones that you even, you know, you put out there that you're cool with, Mr. Moody, love that guy. Mm-hmm. Straight. Um, the Herd, listen to him once or twice. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get a feel for him, but, you know, hey, only time will tell. And the one about the, the podcast about the pimps, classic. <laughs> I listened to it going down the road. I'm a truck driver. Going down the road. Man, classic. Love that show. I'm all in. So I'm going to end this because I'm about to go hang out with my old lady. So got to be y'all thing. Um, keep doing your thing, keep everything fresh and entertaining. Oh, yeah, your boys, man. Cool, cool dudes. I got a homeboy living in Charlotte. 
hey, I love to sit down and drink a beer with y'all, talk sports. That's kind of vibe y'all give up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all give off. So keep uh-huh. doing your thing. Y'all have a nice night. And that's all I had to say. All right, cool. Peace. Thanks, Keith. Thank you. Appreciate the kind words and the nice call, man. And uh, yeah, fuck Skip Bayless too, man. We agree. Um, let's see here. Can you believe we had so many voicemails this week? Oh, Keith, we had a problem hanging up. All right, next voicemail. I love you, niggas. D H. That's for real. That's Skip Bayless shit, man. All I want to do is send your ass an email and ask you to hit that shit up. But I was like, you ain't got to say shit. You know Rod going to be on top of that. <laughs> Man, why is it? While I'm sitting here listening to this motherfucker talk this bullshit about, and I heard a, a coach that just hated me. All I heard was Kevin in the background going, nigga, get quicker, get faster. Nigga, get quicker, get faster. Shit had me cracking. <laughs> Jalen Rose, that nigga is my new hero. Mm-hmm. Fuck Skip Bayless. Fuck, oh, and yeah, Stephen Fitch. Stephen A. Fitch. I love that shit, nigga, that had him cracking the fuck out. I'm trying to drive down the damn freeway, y'all yeah, got me laughing on this bullshit. Man, I swear I love that shit. Keep that shit up. Fuck the niggas. Fuck all that bullshit they be talking about. Them niggas is one of them motherfuckers that need to pay attention to this shit. They be listening that, that they tell you back in the day. Then they can't do, then they can't teach. But mm-hmm. in this case, then they can't do, then they can't just run a motherfucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Just like when um, that episode of Everybody Loves Chris, him and his boy walking through the hallway doing all that shit when they putting up shots and shit. And then when they actually got to get out of the court, Chris can't play no motherfucking basketball. <laughs> right. That's how these niggas are. Even that motherfucker stepping in fetch. And I shattered my knee. Nigga, fuck your knee. Fuck your knee, nigga. Go do something else. And now there's somebody has got to yell at everybody. Man, fuck that bastard. Yeah. I love y'all niggas. Keep that shit up. All right, thanks. We will. <laughs> yeah, that was funny to me too, because like both of them said they had these hurdles. Like, oh, I messed up my knee. I had a coach that didn't like me. Yeah, it's dudes like that that's in the NBA. That's what Jalen told them. Like what? What? What's so unique about your story? But that you need some sympathy. But when that shit happens to somebody else, we're supposed to go. Well, Skip, why don't you go in there and fry him? You know, shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. All right, and uh, last voicemail. I'm having issues, man. It's damn near 8 in the morning, man. I'm having technical difficulties with my computer, man. Hey, um, if I, look, I hope I get to talk to y'all today. But if I don't, y'all have a good show. You know I'm going to catch up with y'all next week. But uh, in any event, man, hey. Miss y'all, because y'all know, man, I get a kick out of messing with y'all every week. So I'm going to try like hell. But like I say, I don't know what the hell's going on, man, because we got thunderstorms over here. So shit is all out of whack. So just bear with me. Like I say, if I can call in, I'll call in. But if I don't, have a good show. Uh, y'all have a good one. And Professor LCH, let me just say something real quick. Okay, I'm going to get my Gabby on for a minute. Professor LCH, you know what? You a deep motherfucker, okay? And what I want you to do, or what I need you to do, is take a minute and call the goddamn show. Get up off your lazy ass, wake the fuck up, and call the goddamn show. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, look, uh, we didn't heard the source. Now I want to hear from the horse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like your thought process, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, get on the good foot. All right? Call the show. Let a nigga hear your voice and shit. Unless you teach on Saturdays. And if you teach on Saturdays, hey, all right, my apologies to you. But if you don't, that's a goddamn shame. Get up off your lazy ass and call the show. Anyway, love you guys. Love Y'all you too, have a good dude. one. Gabby, don't talk no shit this week. All right? Please don't. Everybody else out there in Black Guy Who Took Nation, y'all have a good one. And Toya, I heard that shit you said last week about me and Mario Chalmers on the fuck train, right? So, okay, I don't know what the hell the gibberish was you were saying, but I did hear that part. So if me and Mario Chalmers on the fuck train, then your tonsils are the light at the end of the tunnel. Man, they don't <laughs> one, boo-boo. All right. With that said, I'm gone. Peace out. Love. Oh, peace. <laughs> Chill is the greatest, yo. Yes, she is. Every week, man. All right, so we uh, have comments for the blog, and we have emails and stuff to do. Let's do the comments Uh, on the blog. All right, um, and of course, now the phone lines are open, 704-557-0186, as we attempt to get through the rest of the show. Yes, you can call in live now, guys. Okay, uh, let's see here. Episode 295, Simpin' Saturday Radio. Um, Nikki writes in, uh, Loon update, because we talked about the artist Loon and what happened to him. Mm-hmm. He's a Muslim now, and he's managing artists, and she said, check this interview on YouTube, and no, I don't really care about Loon. I was just joking about wanting to know what he's up to. Um, ah. <laughs> Nick Chu says, I love Sipping Saturday Radio. I think every Saturday should be Sipping Saturday. <laughs> That's because you be sipping. Uh, uh, all us simps can call in and dedicate songs to our unrequited lovers okay no however professor lch said i was one of her favorite guests yes so yeah that's awesome but uh yeah absolutely no um on uh every weekend be a simple saturday hell no first of all that show was three hours yes it was (laughs) you're welcome second of all I can't be listening to seven every Saturday. I kill myself. Um, we have to mix that around a little bit. The poll for the episode was, did this podcast help you understand what simping is? Uh, 92% of the people who listened said yes. So we educated people. I know we talk yes. about that term all the time. We crush your dreams with some of your favorite songs. And 8% of people said no. Uh, let's see the comments on the poll. DH says, the only reason that the show didn't help me know what simping is, is because I have known many a simp. And have done some simping when I was young and ignorant. However, <laughs> however, I did enjoy all the simping music. Hell, I hadn't even paid much attention to most of them being just plain simping. I just thought of them as chick songs. Keep up the good work. All Thank right. you. And uh, oh yeah, speaking of Mr. Moody, um, he does listen to this at the gym. Hold on one second. Come on, Moody man, get all the way up on those crunches, dog. I see you. Don't don't you half ass me, son. Come on, let's go. We got three more. Three, two, and two. And one. And one. All right, all right. And one more. Mm-hmm. And one more. All right. Last one. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. One more. All right. All right. All right. Take, take, take a break. break. Take, get a, a break. take a water break. All right. There you go, man. Um, Jay Project says, "Yo, this episode was quite eye opening." 
I admittedly was sipping hard in my younger years, dedicating songs to chicks in the commons in high school, writing love letters and shit, letting chicks sleep over with no guarantee of the strange. All a little sad. I just looked back and saw myself as a sand sucker ass nigga. But simp is ah! much simp is much more appropriate. Thank yes, you. It is. Thank you, but fuck all that. Older and wiser now, so no more. But this episode should help other youngins in my former situation. Y'all provided a wonderful service with this episode. And if y'all do it again, throw some Drew Hill in the mix. They were a simp group for choice. Well, I got to look at the lyrics. I vet these songs. Like, you can't just say something simping because the people in it was whack or the people was soft or whatever. It's not because I think what happens, the reason I wanted to do the the show was because I think a lot of times what gets misconstrued is uh, simping is actually just people loving each other yes it's different between a love song and a simp song yeah like you can get your heart broken and not be simping true you know uh like uh bill withers had a song who is he and what what is he to you you know it's it's from the perspective of a dude who was simping but it's his coming of age and saying i'm not gonna simp no more Good. standing up to you so you know it's, it's stuff like that you gotta be careful guys it's a science to this simping yes uh so you know nick Ju says i think i'm a simp no oh we, we did this to save you we did this yeah. to save you mm-hmm. don't be too nice to eclectic you know you gotta watch it back all right courtney says this may be my favorite episode yet <clears throat> i have never heard laugh so hard while jamming to some of those simping songs <clears throat> yeah simps be jamming yes I think this will help some people recognize simping, but I don't see it coming to an end anytime soon. Me either. And yeah. and I must say, and uh, Roger had me laughing, man, because I went back on oh, Monday morning and actually went back and listened to it. So I didn't realize how much fun we had. I was I was like, y'all, when I went back, I heard stuff I didn't hear before. I heard comments. I was at my desk, that my fingers and partying. And I was like, yes, I, I told Roger this was the best show we ever did. Yeah, she so she enjoyed it. It was her favorite show too, guys. Yes. And uh yeah, sipping sipping never dies, obviously. Um we had an episode uh two ninety six, Am I Suspicious, where we talked to Amanda Butler Jones uh, mm-hmm. about the uh Howard University, University campaign for Trayvon Martin. And uh we talked with Chris Lambert and uh shortly after that, uh George Zimmerman was actually charged and arrested, so mm-hmm. uh, I would like to give us all the credit for making that happen because ah! it was our episode that spread the awareness, yes. that finally got people to take action, and uh, you know that's why I said it's important that we don't stop talking about it uh, because you know I heard a lot of podcasts that were like, you know, I'm tired of talking about this, I'm ready to move on. Why we got to keep bringing this up? And then oh, black people just want to put on a hood, and that's all they want to do. And I said, keep up the pressure. And we we got them arrested, man. And um, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens in the justice there. system because I don't really. But that's the bare I, minimal. I think the idea that a lot of people have is like, well, I'll be happy when he's in jail. I'll be happy when he's charged uh, with um, when he's convicted. And I'm not really of that mindset. I just want justice to take place. I would at least like him to have his day in court. I want to at least know uh, to some extent. Uh, what what the arguments are mm-hmm. for and against this shit because you know it needs to take place in an actual courtroom and out of the media necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now that has a chance to happen, so that's what I'm that's what I'm happy about. It's not about you know oh this dude got to die because mm-hmm. I, I mean I could see a scenario where this dude fucked up, but it isn't this it isn't the the narrative that it's become, which is just him. Like 
nigger hunting and couldn't wait to kill a nigger and all this stuff. True. You know? I could see this dude being misguided and and fucked up and scared and pumped up full of the same racial stereotypes about black people that are prevalent throughout uh, our mainstream media. And I could really see that uh, be, you know, I could see, I could see scenarios where uh, this kid didn't have to lose his life. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to pay something. Somebody needs to be explained, but to be quite honest with you guys, I'm more upset by the police department's handling of it. I'm more upset yes. by the way that uh the, the way that it was almost like a refusal to to have any further investigation until uh you know the, the pressure outrage. was on and until someone else had to come in and do the investigation for them. Um and if and if he isn't convicted and he did do it as far as like maliciously and there was evidence that basically is not going to be admissible or it's been or it's not um it wasn't gathered in a timely fashion so there's no way to go back and get it stuff like that then i mean it's really sad but to me i feel like the police department in that situation did a huge debacle where they just messed a lot of stuff up right i feel like that's really where a lot of the anger should be at instead of george zimmerman who um you know deserve some anger don't get me wrong um but but i i think if they would have just approached this like uh this is a crime and somebody got murdered somebody's son lost their life i really think we would have had a um cleaner uh cleaner case and you wouldn't have as much outrage if any because so many people would be like okay well they got the dude in custody they're gonna they're gonna charge him they're gonna make him have his day in court you know all right mm-hmm. The poll for the show was actually, should Stan Van Gundy have addressed the media? Because he basically blindsided Dwight Howard by going out, talking about, yeah, they talking about firing me and Dwight, blah, blah, blah. And I listened to a lot of shows talk about this situation. And the the thing is, and I mean, I I think dudes just don't view sports the way I do. Because most people only care about, like, I don't like Michael Jordan. I don't like uh, Dwight Howard. I don't like this. And that's to them, that's as far as sports. That's as far as their analysts. Like, to me, it's like people like that will shit on Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, all this stuff. But then at the same time, it's like you just kind of want to be your own Stephen A. Smith, your own Skip Bayless, Mm -hmm. have your own running jokes and your own recurrent. Instead of looking and analyzing each situation and being like, okay, this is foul or this isn't foul. I think where most people come down on this was – it was foul, but I don't like Dwight Howard, so it's okay, you know. Yeah, instead of just saying it's foul, no matter who the person is. Yeah, but um, and and the thing is, I can I, I sympathize, I get both sides of this with Stan and uh, Dwight. I just think they both kind of whack. Me too. But um, anyway, should Stan, Stan Van Gundy have addressed the media? Yes, twenty six percent. No, seventy four percent. A Dub says, "Mama always said it best." Uh, it's best to remain quiet and let people think that you are a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. doubt. Stan, sir, please know that all doubt has been removed. Yeah, I just, I, it just didn't seem like a chess move to me. It just seemed like he, he, he was, I, I, it seemed more like a checkers move, in my opinion. I think a chess move would have been more uh, legit than that, would have been more thinking in the future and, you know, could have leaked it later or talked about it once he got a different job. But mm-hmm. instead, he, uh, he kind of just folded under the pressure again. Yes. Uh, the poll for episode 297, Water Pistol Pete. Uh, was should pit bulls be allowed around little kids? Because we covered an article where apparently they don't. Uh, the Humane Society uh, does not 
allow pit bulls to go to homes with children in it. And yeah. this lady lied on her application, said she didn't have any kids. They they let her have a pit bull. The pit bull mauled her three year old. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think she should be charged with that just for the fact that she lied. Yeah, and so uh, for, we went to the polls. Should they be allowed allowed around little kids? Yes, forty eight percent. No, fifty two percent. Very close poll. I I did not think it would be that close. Me either. And Eddie Long writes in and says we should always protect our precious youth. So. Yes, we should. Yeah, I don't know if Eddie's the right guy to so, yeah, say that. Me either. Understood, understood. All right, that's all the comments for the show. Uh, we also had some emails uh, mm. today. Yes. Uh, Aslan, the official long-winded one. Aslan says, Karen, not you, Karen, the cheese-eating Karen. The the one who called uh, in, I guess, from San Francisco? Yes. Is one of 100 black women in San Fran, and she loves cheese. She is surrounded by millions of them cheese eaters. She has been brainwashed, naming all the goddamn cheeses. Move moves away from the move away from the cheese loving people, Karen. Only cheeses I know is the kind in my grandma mac and cheese. Yo, Rod, my wife is racist too. <laughs> Man, we were at my homegirl's wedding. She's Spanish. At the reception, she sat us at her t- family's table. My wife. Takes one look at the flowers, says loud as hell, those flowers are so Spanish. I wanted to just shrink away. <laughs> then her aunt says, I hope she, her her niece, has a lot of kids. My wife replied, don't worry, y'all. Spanish people have a lot of kids anyway. <laughs> I just got up and walked away. I know you did. Yeah, Karen did that one time when we were in a movie theater. And these people came to clean up the movie theater and they were Spanish or Hispanic. <laughs> And then she just started speaking to them in Spanish like they couldn't speak English and shit. I was like, how you just going to assume that shit? Like, that is racist <laughs> as fuck. Because they, cause they are carrying a mop and shit. They just only can speak Spanish. They couldn't understand you going to pick up that popcorn or whatever. <laughs> just racist. <laughs> Mr. M- Mr. Moody's crazy. Hard body lesbians. Uh, Flex is like a 50 year old. Is like 50 years old. He's whack. He doesn't speak for me or most of the city. Who really continues to listen to music radio past 30 anyway? I don't know, but keep in mind that, that he is on, he was on the number one station for hip hop in New York. And then now it's the number two station, but I'm just saying, somebody listening. I know they are. Gabby Sigh. I'm no longer employed. I had to focus more on school. It's cool though. My friends call me the black Jew. Because I saved everything, and I married my manager three years ago, so it's all good. I'm still going to be donating and supporting. Now all I have is free time to study and listen to the black guy who tips. Yes, sir. Well, don't let her read that. I know, right? Like, nigga, ain't you supposed to be applying for jobs, huh? What, baby? I, um, I'm, I'm on it. Up top. Um, Omar, <laughs> Omar, what up? Gabby sigh. Real quick. Getting off the train today, I saw these two brothers giving each other one of those secret only my crew does this handshake handshake that lasts for 20 seconds or more. When I was younger, I used to think those are the sh- that that shit was hot. But now I'm asking myself, why do grown-ass men think it's cool to play patty cake? Anyways, you, ah, guys, are ah. still, you guys are still dope. Keep it up. Um, yeah, I actually uh, like the long... Uh, the long fives, like uh, my friend Damon, his two kids invented these handshakes, and they give they give me these handshakes every time I see them at the gym. Uh, so it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I don't do it with grown ass men, though. That, no, that's I hope not. Uh, Sipping Saturday by Professor LCH. Yes. Hi, Ron and Karen. 
had you announced and described sipping saturday i don't know if i've been so pressed to experience the little feedback show live however the way you executed it was perfect oh my god i was howling at the running ride commentary and karen pepper in the commentary the and songs with her in it uh, imitable in inimitable I don't know. She's so smart. I know. Real smart. <laughs> She's so smart. <laughs> you don't understand how hard it is to read these emails. Uh, but, uh, with her uh, great timing, quirky quirky configuration that led to Rod's hardest laughs every episode. Okay. Lots of sacred cows were slain during this process. I was howling with her horrified laughter for the entire show. However, the worst damage for me was done for me personally was Lenny Williams. Uh-oh. I first met I Love You many, many lost years ago when I was a young thing rolling up in the club and <gasps> screaming my lungs out as shockingly unclothed male ahem, dancers <laughs> <laughs> up until Lenny's song intro. I was clowning the dancers and the thirstiest of thirsty women who were losing their itch at ridiculous amateurs with ashy legs, scooched down dress shocks. What the fuck? I know this happy hour, but did you have to make it so obvious that you just run from work? footies and no showmanship and then the heat appeared on stage Uh (laughs) the heat I don't know if that was one dude or just everybody I didn't realize the weaklings opened and and the better dancers closed there's a tip ladies and Lenny's opening chord swelled Uh, hold on we got a call coming I'll come right back yo you're on with the blackout tips tips. hey Rod and Terry this is uh, Greg from the Forget What Your Podcast what's up Greg what's up I didn't interrupt a, a voicemail, did I? No, no, nah, it was. Uh, f- <laughs> we were just reading emails. Now we did all the voicemails. So what's going on, bro? Hey, I was. Um, I didn't know if anyone was talking about the uh, the Jalen Rose, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. I'm sorry, Stephen A. Fetch. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Walt Frazier for that. Or oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> y'all know y'all know him as Trill Mazeroski. Shout out to him for that. Um, I was watching that, and you know, I used to. I don't know. I like. I I, th- I I feel safe to say that I used to like Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, me too. Um, but man, the more I watched him, he just it, now it's just all a bunch of noise, and uh, I just couldn't. Um, I uh, <laughs> the way that he was uh, interrupting, or the it was a lot of moments in that video to where. Uh, you would hear him like off camera, mm-hmm. like like the camera wasn't on him. Hello, like, hello, hello. Oh, ah. Can I say something? Yeah. Can I say something? Nah, I, I let you speak now. You got to let me speak. Okay, I let you speak. I got to let me speak. I'm like, come on, dog. And let have you ever had a conversation with a grown man before, sir? Well, this is not how it happens. Like, I don't, like, Stephen A. Smith is exactly who I don't want to call to solve my problem. It's like, hey, man, the cable's out, man. Can you call up there and get it checked on? Yeah, let me just call up there and curse out Time Warner. Oh, uh, you know what, man? Let me nah, do I'll it. I'll handle it. I'll, I'll handle call. it. But they'll never, they'll never come. Yeah, they'll, handle they'll, it. yeah they'll, they'll cut that yeah. shit off. Yes. Fucking with you. Um, yeah, I, I was almost expecting to, like, to, uh, to say, like, to the new chicken wraps <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it should have started off instead of hello it should have started what's in the new chicken wraps <laughs> well <laughs> the other thing too uh because i also had uh, uh skip Monica- bennett's tears is in the new chicken wrap <laughs> right <laughs> 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 i 
also had a, um, a modicum of respect for uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, back in the day. And I and to some extent, I still do respect, you know, his start and all that stuff. But um, I feel honestly, I just feel like he lost his job. Like he lost his job and it changed him. He decided I would yeah. never let this happen to me again. If I get on the air, I will say whatever it takes to stay employed. And yep. He's done that. You know, he's defended Skip Bayless uh, perspective when it comes to Jeremy Lin and racism and how everybody's too sensitive about racism. And le- unless it's the N word referring to black people. But other than that, nobody should be upset and nobody should ever get fired and no one should ever, you know, nothing should ever happen. And, uh, you know, white people got it right. It's, it's only it's black people's fault, apparently, that everyone wants rights now that gay people don't want to be discriminated against that's black people's fault so you know stuff like that we just like all right dog uh you're working too hard on this um well um yeah that's all i I wanted to comment about all right Um, cool man well thanks greg and guys don't forget we were on greg's podcast the link is on our uh page yes it is so uh you guys go check it out man uh forget what you heard man and uh abe is pimp I'm sure he uh, can't wait to talk to you, uh, too, man. <laughs> I'm sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow anyway. So. <laughs> All, right, All right. Peace, Greg. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. So, um, yeah, let me finish reading this. Um, and the heat was a hum. Mighty appealing to my young eyes. He also had NASA-like timing and undulation capabilities that popped my eyes like a cartoon character. Good Uh-oh. Lord. Oh, You got a phone call. Mm, I'm getting... Ooh, it's getting out of here. Hold on, let me take this phone call. Yo, Yo. what's going on, y'all, with the Blackout Tips? Praise the Lord, everybody. Hi, what's up, Brent? <laughs> what's up, man? I just got through. I didn't get a chance to listen to the second episode, but so many people been talking about it. I had to go on YouTube what Jay LaRose said and what the reaction to it was. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I think, and, and Jay LaRose touched on it a little bit, when you're talking about even when you're in the barbershop, sometimes conversations do get personal. Right. And the thing is, what Jalen Rose said was he was questioning, and he said it again after, um, the day after, he said that the line has been blurred between a journalist and an analyst. Yes, he did. He did say that. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I'm on the phone. Yeah, leave him alone. What? I'm on the phone. He is talking. God damn it. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Is this Brent? Brent, hold on. Let me talk. Let me. No, no. First of all, whoever interrupted you need to be ashamed of themselves. And I was there right now. I would slap both of y'all and y'all probably would beat me up. Because I told him, I let him talk. Let me talk. <laughs> yeah. I hate that shit, man. You know what? Uh. The thing is, you didn't let him talk. The company let him talk. They brought you in afterwards. Really? Yeah. Even though that conversation had nothing to do with you. At all. Yeah, he At ambushed all. them. He ambushed them. He wasn't even, they weren't even aware he was listening. He's like, I wonder where he was listening. Right. I let y'all talk. Now let me talk. And man, I was like, nobody knew, screaming? Nobody knew you was here. What are you talking about? <laughs> Are you talking about somebody who grew up really, really liking Stephen A. Smith? Yeah, I think we all did, really. Yeah, like, you know, I was trying to give him a chance, but I kind of lost a lot of respect for him with that conversation. Yeah. Really did. But back to what Jalen said, I, I really, this really made, I really got gained a lot of respect for Jalen Rose. Me too. 
Me too. But a lot of his conversation, people try to blow it out of proportion, but if you really listen to what Jalen Rose says, he has a lot of experience. And you listen to where he comes from, um, he makes a lot of sense. Even with the Grant Hill statement, Grant Hill wrote that big letter. I'm like, yo, did you listen to what Jalen Rose said? He said he resented you because of what he had to go through. And he resented what, what he thought that you stood for as an 18-year-old kid. Yeah, uh, you breaking up a little bit, Brett. You breaking up a little bit, but um, but yeah, yeah. I thought the Jalen Rose thing was taken out of context, and Grant Hill's reaction to it, uh, back at you know the the Uncle Tom statement was taken was to me it sounded like a dude been called Uncle Tom a lot, mm-hmm. and he wasn't even really responding to Jalen Rose. He was just mm-hmm. mad at the idea of if I went to Duke, then I'm an Uncle Tom. And he, I don't. I think he stopped listening when he heard Uncle Tom. And it yep. like he didn't even um listen to the statement at all. It sounds exactly. like somebody just told him what he mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. agree. That's what happened. I agree. And yeah. I, I will, yeah. hold on, let me go back one more thing, too. Um, I don't even agree with Skip Bayless when he said that it got personal. I don't mm. think... It actually didn't get personal. This is what you do for it's a living, dog. Got hurt. That's all that yeah. Yes, your yeah, feelings got hurt because he it didn't actually. Personal. He didn't act. The only thing that you can say was possibly insulting was when he said he was water pistol Pete. But even to an yeah. extent, dude, you call people Prince James. You call people Bosh Spice. Yeah, exactly. So you sit up here and talk shit about people and give them nicknames. It just happened to you today and your punk ass couldn't take it, man. That's the only thing that bothers me, man. Like, you know, this entire show, man, the entire way of my living is about like, yo, man, nothing's wrong if it's funny. And if you can take it, then you can be part of this. That's all it is. If you don't get sensitive and skip at the end of the day was like a bully who got slapped. And all of a sudden, he was all up in his emotions for the first time. And also, that's some fucking sympathy for this punk. No. Fuck him. <laughs> that is the funny. I'm saying that is one of the funniest moments on TV. Because when he said, did you not average 1.7 points a game? <laughs> because the thing is, Hello. When, when, when you listen to Jayla Rose, he said, traditions were, were created to give people an idea of it was created for the public, not particularly for the basketball player. Right. And he said, that's why they list you as a point guard or as a shooting guard. Because if you look in college, they don't list them as as point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward. Mm-hmm. They list them as guards and forwards. And yep. you get the occasional person who's listed as a center. Yep. Basically, it means, are you a short basketball player or are you a tall basketball even player? The, even yep. the All-Star game, if you look at the All-Star voting in the NBA, it's just guard, guard, forward, center. Like it's no, it doesn't say, it doesn't actually say point guard for the East. It just says guards for the East. And that's why you, a couple years, we, we ended up with like T-Mac and Kobe and you know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. And when Michael, even when Michael Jordan played for the Bulls, he was pretty much the point guard of that team. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Ron Harper came out there average what, eight points and maybe three assists? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, and what, and that's what he was, and that's what he was referencing as a provable point. He actually, cause, you know, uh, I guess Skip was referring that Russell Westbrook wasn't a point guard. What, what was he, what did he say? I forgot that part. Uh, he was trying to say that, uh, that, that, that he's not a point guard. He shoots too much and that, uh, more importantly, I think he got personal with Kevin Durant because he said if Kevin Durant says he's okay with it and that he likes having Russell Westbrook, then he needs to take a lie detector, which is just a, a roundabout way of basically saying Kevin Durant is a liar. 
for saying that that he supports his teammate. So he got called a liar, and that's personal. But you can hint you can hint that Kevin Durant was lying, and that's just all in the game because apparently Kevin Durant makes so much money that it's okay to say that shit. But wait a minute, Skip, what's your check looking like? You making money? Because what would and not right? You making money, and the only reason you're making money is criticizing these dudes that making money. So um, pardon me if I don't see the motherfucking difference, dude. It, there really is no difference. And the thing is, if you listen to Jalen's comment when he said, when he said, Skip, what did you do? He was saying he was questioning his credentials. Mm-hmm. Because he, the thing is, when two experts talk, like, um, I'm a music major. And I, and, may, and mainly, my, my main field of expertise is church music. And, but I also have, I also am studying to be a music educator. So I study classical music. I study romantic music. But if I was to go and to get into a debate with uh, Yo-Yo Ma, I don't know if you know what that is, but he's mainly the director yeah. for the Boston Orchestra. What's he going to ask me? What are your credentials? Where did you graduate <laughs> exactly, from? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's what he and that's all he was saying was that where is your field of expertise? Because yeah, and the I thing- can't go and debate a person who's one of the one of the VPs for IBM about technology just because I worked at Best Buy right. for a couple of years. And nothing and the thing know, is for me okay. is with skipping these dudes Yo, there's nothing wrong with being educated. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. There's nothing wrong with learning on the job. And that's what, that's what, where a lot of ESPN personalities and shit like that, sports radio in general has lost me, is that dudes can't be like, you know what? I was wrong about Cam Newton. Yes. I was wrong about, uh, Russell Westbrook. They can't do that. They feel like I took a stance and I now stick with I it. have to cherry pick every time that comes up. So it's like if I say Kobe Bryant is old, I'm going to skip the games where he scores 40. I'm going to find the game where he scored 12. And then I'm going to be like, I told you he old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, dude, come on. You're stretching it. You're stretching it. Hey, you know what? I hate to admit it because I, I consider this guy flip-flop a lot of times. But... This is one of the reasons, this is, it's also one of the reasons I don't like him, but I have to respect him. Colin Cowherd mm-hmm. will say, the minute he, he hated Aaron Rodgers all the year before he won the Super Bowl. So like, I don't think he's an elite quarterback. He said, well, he won the Super Bowl. I got to throw him in that class now. Mm. Yeah. I can't, it's hard for I people to I do. I hurt on him now. He, he got his credentials. It's hard for people to and, admit that, man. And and that's the thing, and and the thing was, when Jalen Rose explained himself, and I'm glad he didn't change his stance, and he said, um, and what he was saying was, you can call these players fronts, and you can call them sorry. He even called out, he even called out Stephen A. when he was saying, you call these guys sorry, mm-hmm. you insult them as players, but they were much better players than you, and even though they might be scrubs to you, I'm not the best musician in the world. I am not Beethoven. I am not I am not Billy Preston. I'm not PJ Morton. I am not I'm not Prince. But compared to most people who don't study music, I have a bit of knowledge. It's just on the elite level. I'm not I wasn't good enough to play high school basketball. I wasn't good enough to play college basketball. So I can't call these guys scrubs. I mean, they might be sorry. Now I can't, well, I guess I could tell if a college basketball player really couldn't play. Right. But when you get to that level of NBA, and you got to think about it, 
it's only five guys playing at a time. Yeah. So you basically need an eight deep roster. So who go, who is going to impersonate the other team during the practice? Right. Somebody got. I mean, like like Jalen said, it's only four hundred fifty of those jobs in the world. Um, but even still, like I wasn't even saying like like I like I thought Jalen went a little too far. Where he was like, you can't call nobody a scrub and stuff. But the point for me was, it's not about you can't call people scrub. It's okay. So you want to call people scrub, but when the, the second but somebody comes at you, the second somebody comes at you, you it's personal. Why is it personal to say Skip Bayless is a scrub, but it's not personal to say Kwame Brown is a scrub? Why is it personal to it's, it's not personal to attack Kevin Durant's uh, integrity, but it, but but to say that you might have lied during that tweet? No, no, that's too far. Like fuck that, man. That, that oh, shit just kills me. Well, I don't, you can't call Skip Bayless a scrub. His coach hated him. Yeah, right, exactly. Ah! Yeah, it ain't me. He sounds like every nigga at the basketball court, dog. Yeah. He sounds like yeah, my coach just didn't like me, man. Yeah. That's, that's the number one. That's the number one excuse for why people didn't play or why they didn't. Exactly. Do Other than you suck. It, like meanwhile, we're both playing at the YMCA, and I can see that you ain't that damn good, right? But but nah, yeah. your your coach. It was your coach fault, though. Okay, I feel you, dog. Six six inch, six inch vertical. You, everybody knows a lot of times. One of the best players on the team is the coach's son, not because of his talent level, but because of his understanding of right. the game. Yep, and he's always been oh. around the game. He's always been around the game. This is like, a lot of people get their spot taken by the coach's son because it's because co- you know what? He coachable, dog. And he listen. Yo, dumbass. Like Skip was basically like, I wouldn't change my game. I just wanted to shoot, and I was in, unable to pass. But that's the coach's fault. Fuck you. No, Get your ass on the bench. During, let's say Skip probably went to school during what the seventies, yeah, sixties and seventies. Ain't no way that was gonna fly in the sixties and seventies. <laughs> right? He said he was a three point specialist before a three point line. Get the fuck out of here, Skip. You fucking scrub. That means mean you had one spot on the floor where you can hit a jumper <laughs> if you were unguarded. Yeah. That, that's basically what that means. Oh, you were shit. Basically, I hate to say, and I, and I don't want to say, uh, no, I'm not going to compare him to anybody because they're, <laughs> they're much better players. Than right. He, he was some dude at the wide. Some, just picture of everybody that's ever played pickup ball. Just picture that dude. They only got that one shot. And he, he money from there unless you own him. That's, that's you know what 1.9 points a game means? That means that usually at the end, he was the guy that got in at the end of the game when they were ahead. <laughs> And he got fouled <laughs> intentionally, and most of the time he hit both free throws. Right. Yes. That means they That's let they let. Mean. That means they they set him on the bench, and then like on senior night he got twenty because they let him they let him ball out. That's like now get your ass back on the bench, boy. Have a good time. Uh, all right, Brent. We gotta we gotta move on, man. But thank you for the thank call. Thank you. Man. Yeah, uh, man. Y'all take care. I love y'all, man. You Thank too, y'all, babe. Man. Entertain these people on Fifth and Saturday. No doubt, man. We no appreciate doubt. it. And before I go, I got to say this. The one more thing. One more thing for Malcolm. This is for Malcolm. Yeah. Shout out to Malcolm. Your number one simp song. Number one simp song for ladies is Saving All My Love by Whitney Houston. So I got to do it. Writing it down. And the number, the original simp song that all simp songs are based off of is The Temptations. I know you want to leave me. Man. But I refuse, but I refuse to, <laughs> let to let you go. <laughs> if I got to beg and plead, God damn, they were simping. 
Please don't leave me, girl. Don't you go. Damn, I never even thought yeah, about man. it. I'm putting that down, dog. Uh, the original self, the original self song, man. But I gotta go get me some Burger King off the Chick Fil A before I get to this choir rehearsal, man. So All I'll right, y'all later. All right, peace, peace. man. Oh man, I, I forgot. They were sipping hard. Oh, I can't forget. I, I, I gotta, I'm surprised they not on the list. They Well, they going on the list now. Yes, part two. I was glad. That's one of the reasons I did it, because I wanted to see what other people had to add. I knew we couldn't have got all the simping. No. Maybe I had to do a part too, it's two. It's too much simping. Oh, uh, all right. So, and Lenny's opening chorus swelled, and the heat was ahem, mighty appealing to my young eyes. He also had NASA-like timing and undulation capabilities that popped my eyes like a cartoon character. Oh, undulation my. capabilities. I don't know what that means, but that sounds sexual. Ooh, oh, wow. Oh, let me get my mic right. But when he climbed, <laughs> when he climbed atop the floor structures and clung to the ceiling fixtures to make it top, to take it up top. Ooh. For the oh 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 oh, <laughs> I guess he was I guess he was humping the humping down the ceiling to that far. Oh my goodness! She said she blacked out. I yeah, I would have too. Now that I'm a real adult, who cares more about whether a guy is going to do something other than lament? I'm still mad at Rob for ruining that song for me. Damn it! What a fun switch up for the feedback show. Congrats. Profess LCH, official Smilodon of the Blackout Tips. P.S. May I suggest one tiny edit? Prince does simp. My favorite Prince uh, song is If I Was Your Girlfriend. It goes hard in the simping paint. I had to check that one out. Yes, we will. Also, Adore from Prince qualifies. So I had to check the budget. I hadn't heard that out in years. A lot of people putting a lot of Prince, Prince songs, songs in here, man. I didn't know Prince was simping like this, Me man. Me either. I had to check them in def- I definitely got to double check the lyrical integrity of that. But uh, yeah, Prince might have been simping. Tony Rich. Pete, that's a PPS. He is my super secret in case my car is found on the side of the road. Keys in the ignition and ah! wheel spinning soundtrack. Yes. How did you know about him? I don't want you to. I so much, so much of that soundtrack of of my scandal is key to Tony's cray. P P P S I am not a baller. Sorry if my emails give that impression. No, don't don't be sorry. Don't we we want to live your ballerific life, Tony? Uh, yes, we do. Don't, don't you ever apologize for that? Shh. Don't you uh, tell that. And she also said, I'm so mad that I will be in a conference all day when Saturday feedback show airs. But duty calls and I must answer. I didn't catch the name of the white fireman, mayor of Shadyville, who essentially apologized for his initial reactive email regarding a recent episode. But I loved his self-reflection, humility, and confessed vulnerability. It takes a man to stand down. Congratulations on confessing the truth. I had to pull for the home team. LOL. Yeah, that was funny <laughs> when you said that. Thanks for doing such amazing interviews with Miss Butler Jones of Howard Law. Um, for such an amazing interview with Miss Howard, Miss Butler Jones of Howard Law. The substance and reflection on social justice, racial exhaustion and difference was so solid. Woo. Kudos and a whole lot more, which I will continue to communicate behind the scenes to Rod and Karen. It's Tuesday, April 10th as I type this, and I'm still mad at Rod, especially for <laughs> taking down Lenny as a simp. <laughs> now, now I can at least laugh at it while I'm mad. Tony Rich, though, I review, I re- I'm rebuking the simping label and shan't entertain the thought ever again. <laughs> Nobody want to like these simps, man. Why? 
<laughs> Sims are a, val- a valuable part of all of our experience in love. Yes, it is. Yeah, you can't love yourself till you learn that uh, that you simp at least a little bit. That so, is right. So you guys need to embrace this. Don't be mm-hmm. mad that these mm-hmm. people are simping. Mm-hmm. You just look back on those times ago, <laughs> that nigga was simping. Yes. It's, we should all identify oh, I was simping. That's right. Yeah. It's like how we all ain't shit. You know, just it's it's a unifying thing. Yes, it is. He is in my 911 kit, son. I will not have you take away <laughs> the superpowers of his words in the dark and the secret places of my life. <laughs> Babyface is laughing all the way to the Simp Bank USA. Yes, he is. He gives no. I, seriously, I could have put like five other Babyface songs. Like there was a point where I was like, you know what? I'm only gonna put one song from some of these guys. Yeah, because we we could go through a whole Simp section of just them. Yeah, music and Babyface could have just their own fucking hour of Simpness. Yes. Uh, he gives no f's regarding the label. He just keeps depositing them checks. Cha ching, honey, cha ching. I feel you. But why am I still typing about Sunday's show? Y'all got to me. Don't y'all realize that simping ain't easy? Sheesh. <laughs> Professor LCH, a.k.a. Linda Charlemagne Harris, a.k.a. the official smile on the blackout tips. Um, all right, let's see. We got some more emails here. Joseph Paul says, or Paul Joseph, I think, simping and your dick is not your friend. First off, Uh-oh. I've stopped listening to the radio because of your podcast, Rod and Karen. I've explored many other top quality shows like The Evening Jones, Where's My 40 Acres, Cold Slither, uh, Twib IU, uh, Blacking It Up. And so many others. Side note, I stopped talking with the chick because she said the show was garbage and asked me to turn it back to Steve Harvey. I knew she wasn't about shit. There were other other reasons, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, fuck her. Saturday show. (laughs) What did they get back together in plays? She's like, you know, actually, I do like the show. And all she hears is me going, yeah, fuck that bitch. Move on. (laughs) Saturday's show was the one of the most entertaining episodes I've ever listened to. Such classic simping songs brought up some memories of my simping days. I was 19, crying over Carl Thomas's emotional. Oh, we didn't have, we have Carl Thomas on the list. That's then? actually not a simping song. Okay. I don't think. Wait, oh wait, or was it I wish? You know what? Emotional might be. Put I it on think the list. it is. I'll have to check. i had to check that one, man. Um, let's see. Reciting lyrics from Drew Hill's Never Make a Promise to a Neighbor who, who Wanted to Fuck but Didn't When She Found Out I Was a Simp. Lesson is best to keep your mouth shut sometimes. Riding the red line in D.C. singing Wild Child by Tony, Tony, Tony to a random hood rat. Expensive and embarrassing lessons that taught me two things. One, pussy can be acquired with just a simple conversation. And two, if she's not feeling me, then quickly move on. There's nothing worse than seeing a grown man beg. But can we acknowledge the number one simple song for the ladies Aretha Franklin's Until You Come Back to Me? I give a smooth side eye to the woman who was proudly seeing this. But a mm. but a quick dick is not your friend story. I lived in L.A. about five years ago and dated a child actor's mother from Moesha. Well, I met this woman. She was uh, Claire Huxtable Fine. She had the look that you would proudly take home to your mother. And she had fuck you money from her son's career and her investing out properties. She appeared down to earth plus willing to spend money on the nigga. Well, a few days after meeting her, we had sex. And after that, all of that changed. Or I just didn't notice the touch of crazy until after I busted the nut and my mind cleared up. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yes. Because you always had the signs of crazy. This shit just pay, plays back like usual suspects in your mind. Like, she did say that. I, I was twitching. Oh, <laughs> I, I should have known on the first date when she said she never wears panties. All right. Yes. I just thought it was hot. And your dick takes over. It's like, oh, we're going to fuck her. And your brain's like, what? Isn't that crazy? There's no situation in the world. She would wear panties. Anyway, 
Mind you, I was not doing dirt. I wasn't going to jeopardize this situation. She started calling from outside my apartment to announce that she was knocking at my door. <gasps> she had episodes of extreme emotional changes, especially if I could not attend one of the, her dinner parties or could not leave work to go fuck. A big part of me wanted to leave her, but the sex was mind-blowing and I didn't spend a dime while I was with her. I was only making 25 bucks an hour at the time and living in L.A. is expensive. We dated for nine months with her uh behavior getting worse one day i left for vegas to attend a party for my boy who was getting married he we chilled at the strip club i'm in the corner not stressing over those flat ass chicks and cigarette breaths this woman showed up to the strip club just to see if i was gonna fuck a stripper did i leave her then no because my dick said pussy is too good to let go we would constantly fight and then fuck almost every day. Well, it took me getting a promotion and moving to another state to finally get rid of her. But still, as I'm writing this, my dick is telling me to hit her up on Facebook. Wow. wow. So sad. There are plenty, plenty more, but I don't want to embarrass myself even more with bad, my bad decision making. Thanks for putting me out a quality product and expect a recurring donation coming soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. I mean, if you're making 25 an hour, the least you can do is hook us up you know what i'm saying thank you guys um all right so let's see what else we have here uh oh jay uh she was in on the show jay brownie she uh she uh basically just emailed and said that she listened to the where's my 40 acres episode we were on mm-hmm. so i'm listening to where my 40 acres episode where you guys are teasing popeye's commercials and karen busts out with her super country voice you guys need to do a character like that more often she does that so well it is cracking me up Listening to the slave part now where you added the color purple music. Ha! I love how you're adding sound effects to that show, especially that Funk Master Flex bomb. Shout out to Deidre. And I told her, Jay, that's not a character. That's Karen's natural voice. <laughs> it is! <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, I actually put this one in the wrong folder. That's my fault. Um, uh, where was I at? Ah, there we go. Steve Harvey is the best relationship expert. What? From JW. Um, and you should respect that. Just playing. Hey, Ron and Karen, my name is Quirky Lady on Twitter. I love your show. I've been listening for a couple months now, and you two saved my sanity during the week. Your show is a refreshing mix of ratchet and positivity. I have a few comments and about some of the past episodes. Episode 294. I don't appreciate the New York slander, but I have to admit that Funkmaster Flex has gotten much more obnoxious throughout the years. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. We had to slander New York. We slander Florida everywhere. Y'all got to catch. Nobody's it off the list. Nobody's. We even slander our own city if they fuck around. Yeah, nobody's off the list. No. Episode two ninety five. I need more radio editions. Simply Saturday was fantastic. Rod and Karen are the best couple ever. Keep up the good podcast and then the comedy. The pressure. I know, right? We have to, we have to be the best couple ever, Karen. People don't understand. It's so hard, you know. And now I know what Will Smith goes through. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, somebody sent us an article. I'll, I'll take a look at that. They first they sent us a World Star Hip Hop link. Uh, no, no. I'm no. not clicking that shit. No. Yusef says you mad. I know I'm late, but ever since the you mad episode, I've been waiting for my chance to use it. A few days ago, my friend made the, me the subject of a prank joke. Then he started laughing at me hard, so I mocked his laugh like we all used to do in grade school. Apparently, his laugh is a sore spot because he stopped laughing immediately. Oh! Seeing my chance for payback, I said, what's the matter? You don't like your own laugh? And he said, my laugh doesn't sound like that. And I, th- I said, I think it does. Are you upset? Are you mad? <laughs> and he said, well, because 
kind of because he said you mad i think i think that once the person looks at you like what the fuck it's pretty fulfilling it is that moment in their mind where they're trying to figure out how they're going to combat the you mad. Yes. Because you can't really combat ignorance. No. Unless you're going to get more ignorant and then you lose your upper hand in the first place. Yes. So that, I thought that was beautiful, man. That that look of perplexed, like just, oh, I'm perplexed. Like what they don't know I how do? to process what you're saying to Why them? is he yelling this at me? I love that moment. But uh, yeah, man. He said, I couldn't stop yelling at the top of my lungs for 15 minutes. <laughs> ah, who sent this email? Justin? Yeah, he went with the Justin route. <laughs> Uh, it was like coming out of the closet, you madness. Ah, coonery. <laughs> what, a, what a signature. That's how, you, that's how you end the email. Ah, coonery. What if that was his signature? He said that, hey, boss, won't be able to make it in today. I did finish the report. It's on my desk. Uh, talk to you later. Ah, coonery. Uh, best, the best ever. Uh, this is from M O M M A. Mama? Mm-hmm. Hey, Ron and Karen, this is Big Mark. So I guess you use his mama um, email address. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get that changed. Uh, hey, Ron and Karen, this is Big Mark from Brooklyn, a.k.a. Masonic Greek on, or Masonic Geek on Twitter. I have been listening to the show since last summer. I found the show from Mr. Moody and Mr. Span show. The first show I heard was the one when you interviewed the black punk rock guy. I can't front. I didn't like that show and stopped halfway through it. Uh, the black one. Oh yeah, yeah, I know he's talking Lord about yeah. Lord Q. Lord Q and his racism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with the interracial dating. Anyway, I've dated many white women throughout my life. Like what? Yeah, you talking about? Uh, anyway, uh, those other podcasts keep talking about how great the Blackout Tips is, so I tried it again. I picked up the show from where I left off, and it was funny as hell. I've been a fan ever since. Through your show, I found my two other favorite podcasts, Blacking It Up slash After Black and Where's My 40 Acres. You have had many great podcasts, but to me, Sipping Saturday was the best. I think because it was a surprise and hilarious. You know, it's funny, man. We literally came up with that the night. Like, I had thought about it a couple times that week. I made my playlist. And Friday, I was because I was thinking, like, how do we get this on the show because I think Simon is hilarious and it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like listening to these songs at work, I was just dying. And uh, I was I just talked to Karen about it at dinner Friday night and was like, "Hey, why don't we just do a radio episode of the show?" And literally, that's all. That's all. And you know, we of course from there we just started adding ideas. You know, we have a we'll have a call in contest and mm-hmm. give away something free like they do on the radio. We have people request songs and. You dedicate songs to people and stuff like that. And it really turned out well. And a lot of it's because our audience is really cool. And uh, they were interactive. It wouldn't have been nearly as good if nobody showed up. Um, True. And they just took our word for it. Because we were just like, you want to be here for this. And a lot of people showed up live. So thank you, guys. Yes. Um, If we do something similar in the future, we'll try to do more like pre like we'll announce it more and all that stuff yes um it could have been the music i want to get a shout out to chill she needs to be the official bodyguard of the podcast because she'd be ready to kick anybody's ass for y'all lol shout out to the rest of the blackout tips nation peace well thank you man and it's always to be honest man it's always cool when um people say like i didn't like the show i gave the show a chance and just wasn't my thing and then i went back like it's something about the idea of us putting out a quality product and getting better and Mm -hmm. believing in it true and people like coming around to it man you know it might not be a thing right away i mean it is pretty different from a lot of shit that's out there yes it (laughs) is i get it very different but it it really is a a pleasure when people are like yo uh i i didn't feel it but but i went back and listened now and i actually like it now 
uh saturday sipping show by kwan he says hey ron and karen i'm a huge fan of the show i love what you do and i appreciate having a podcast like yours to listen to i wish you could do more shows but i know see this is one of those things where people are like two and a half hour show man the last show was three hours nigga i'm already behind <laughs> and then yes because we have fans that are like always 15 to 20 episodes behind and so it was funny when uh i had my surgery we took a break they started getting mad it was like look i always got to be 20 episodes behind if i ain't something's wrong yeah and it was cool that uh but the other spectrum of it that we, you know you might not hear is often is the people who are like Nigga, I need more of the show. Yes. Why aren't y'all full-time podcasting? Yes, why don't y'all do Monday through Friday, yeah. five days a week? Quit your job and go uh, <laughs> Keith and the girl, Adam Carolla on these oh, motherfuckers. Honey, we wish we could. Um, I love what you do and appreciate your podcast. Okay, I wish you could do more shows, but I know you have a pesky, pesky thing called work to do. Yes. Your podcast was the first podcast that I listened to, so you took my podcast in virginity. What a way to get brought in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to you're, the. You're, you're welcome, sir. Was it good for you as yeah. it was for me? It's better. It's better. I enjoyed it. I just feel bad because once you go black guy who tips, you you never go back guy who tips. No. I was listening to the podcast and you forgot two big simping songs. My first is Housekeeper by Men of Vision. The other is Fuck It by Eamon. Um, never, never heard of any of them songs. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I had to check those. Those are the two most simptastic songs that ever came out. They could be left off the list for now. If you haven't heard them, you must YouTube them so you can see what I'm saying. But keep doing what you were doing, and you have and you will have me as a loyal fan. Quan Dollar, aka the official the official personal trainer of the podcast. I'll buy something soon to submit my status. All right, appreciate cool. that. And then uh, this is the last. Uh, email Ashley sent in um, some uh, a couple YouTube clips that she wanted us to play on the show. Uh, the first is, I guess, the remix of Burger King commercials from Mary J. Blige. Oh, exciting things are happening at Burger King. All right, uh, great meeting, guys. Yeah, hey, let's go to Burger King and get one of those new crispy chicken wraps. What's in the new crispy chicken wrap? What's in the new crispy? What's in the new crispy chicken wrap? Mary, crispy chicken, fresh lettuce with some shitlands. And grits wrapped up in a tasty oh. red tortilla drenched in hot sauce. Oh, shit. <laughs> Burger King. The new chicken snack wraps. Bring your homie. They're off the hook. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Exciting things are happening at Burger King. Good game, man. Yeah. Hey, you want to go down to Burger King and try one of those new crispy chicken wraps? What's in a crispy chicken wrap? What's in the new crispy? What's in the new crispy chicken wrap? Mary. Crispy chicken tastes so good after smoking up a blunt. <laughs> Forty ounce of Kool-Aid. If you feel what I'm saying, then you'll go to Burger oh. King. What? What's in the background? This dudes in the background <laughs> dancing. Yeah. And one of them's holding up a poster of Big. Oh. <laughs> Baby mama. Ooh. The new chicken snack wraps. <laughs> we take food stamps. Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Exciting things are happening at Burger King. All right, boys. Enough working for the day. Let's head on back to the big house. Get us some of them crispy chicken wraps from Burger King. What? This is uh, two slaves sitting on the ground yes and a white dude is talking to him he's a slave master okay being them new crispy chicken wraps no 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 okay 
Oh, what be in them new crispy chicken hold wraps? Hold on, hold on, talk over there, hold You're on. What be in them new crispy chicken wraps? <laughs> what be in the new crispy chicken? What's in the new crispy chicken wrap? Mary? Crispy chicken, black people, gonna smack it with your big lips. Fried oh. and stealing, to get that fried meat, don't care what you heard. Chickens all Negroes eat, lots of grease for your ashy <laughs> new chicken snack. <laughs> hey y'all, they making fried chicken for us at Burger King. Come on! At Burger King. <laughs> Show enough. Oh. <laughs> this is one of the most ignorant things I've ever seen. That, that was good. Oh. And this other clip is actually, um, they played this on the lightest swears around 40 acres, but we haven't talked about it, so we'll play, uh, we'll play it for you guys. Apparently this lady, uh, Got interviewed by the news. Okay. It describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. And then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no sh- By the way, um, I got to give a shout out to the black dude who walked in the background. Why they were Literally, shooting? Literally. And- no, 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 no. I- I'm giving him props, Karen. He put his hand in his head and shook his head. It's like he knew the ignorance was coming, and he just oh, shook he was his head like, like, "Oh, Shaquanda!" Like he probably was. He probably could absolutely speak very good English and talk very well. <gasps> and, and they were like, "They were like, oh, what happened here? It was a fight." He's like, "Well, there was some type of uh, incident here where it appears that a uh, flame uh, broke out. There was a, some sort of a." Uh, some sort of uh, inflammatory substance that was possibly used, but uh, everyone's out. Uh, everyone was able to med- manage to get to safety. Uh, appears to be move out the way, nigga. Who? What about you, ma'am? Can you tell us what happened? One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop, and then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, "Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire." <laughs> Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Oh. And I wouldn't got time for that. I According got- to the apartment manager, the fire started. In a woman's home who is wheelchair bound, she was treated for smoke inhalation at a local hospital. There were no other reports of injuries. The Red Cross is helping those families displaced by the fire. I got bronchitis. And her name is Sweet Brown. That the the uh, there's another version of this where she actually says her whole name is Sweet Brown, so uh, yeah, all right, man. Just wanted to break that for you at the end of it. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, tomorrow we'll be having another live show, and our guest will be the crew from Operation Cubicle. <gasps> cool. Yeah. B. Cole, Sharif Jackson, and J. P. Fairchild will all be on the Yay. show. So it'll be the Black Eye Tips and Operation Cubicle uh, doing what Cubicle Negroes do. Um, actually, we got another call coming in. Hold on, let me get this. Yo, Yo. you're on with the Black Eye Tips. Good morning, people. Good morning. How are we doing this morning? What up, Toya? Good How you doing? Morning. How y'all doing today? Oh, we good. good. We good. What's up with you? Oh, nothing. I was, see- I was sitting here looking at everybody. You know, I enjoyed Sweet Brown as usual. She's my hero. <laughs> um... Because, good Lord, Jesus, it smelled like something was barbecuing. 
and I just, I just, I didn't know what was going on. I just grabbed up and ran out. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't grab nothing. I ain't grab my shoes. I ain't had no Jesus. Why, why was she talking to G like Jesus was there? Like he was watching, walking with her. Like no, she said it like Jesus was watching the TV, and he yeah, was gonna see like the news Jesus report. Going, Jesus gonna grab that twenty-seven inch video. Grab the TV, Jesus. I got everything else. Oops, I forgot it. Right. Grab the TV, Jesus. Like Je- Jesus was somewhere. Like you better not have grabbed them sh- damn shoes. I ain't grabbed no shoes or nothing for Jesus. Oh, okay, all right. Jesus just win always, always. Did you get my five thousand emails I sent you? Yeah, I got your your simping playlist that had absolutely no simping on it. That was some, that was some get getting sex playlist. I I know that now I'm saving them songs, but I know I know <laughs> I, I know I know what that was about. That wasn't no simping on that. That was just weakening her, getting her weak. Mm. Yeah, I was simping on her. I was simping to get her weak. There, yeah. see, notice the correlation. I was simping to get her weak. Whatever you got to tell yourself to wake up in the morning. I know the difference between pimping and simping. Ah! Yeah, that was I some was pimping. Pimping to get. I mean, I mean, I got classic songs on there. Look, at, you see, the, it's classic songs on there. I told you I had a little Lufa, a little Mary, mm-hmm. big chicken, and tomato. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh shit, Toya. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You, you had a good little mix on there. That was some sipping on there. I'm just saying, it was a lot yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, I, of course. I'm a no. simper. I have to have some sip that over there. God yeah. dang it. I mean, damn. You I didn't want to oversimp them. You didn't want to oversimp them. I didn't want to oversimp them. Now, you know, it's a little strange coming in the bedroom, seeing all the lights off and candles lit and shit. It's dark. <laughs> so you come in and you got a little sip going. They're like, oh, okay, they can get relaxed. And I can give them a joke. And next thing you know, it draws off. See, these things, these things correlate with each other. You know, you got you to gotta get them real good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Justin, I am a simperer because, God damn it, somebody got to do it. Yeah, every, it's not every, easy. every woman needs a simperer. Every woman needs a simperer. Simps- not like not like uh, War Williams simping or Trino <laughs> simping. Yeah, there's different types of simping. The simping I'm talking about is sipping out the draws. Right, that's why I'm a simperer. Yeah, you're a different sipping type of simp. Well, hey, I I, I think you're kind of like Larian. You're a simp, and I spell it with a P S I, because uh, you psychologically get in their head. But but really you you know you pimping too so I'm gonna uh, email you an article for tomorrow yeah that too I'm gonna email you an article for tomorrow about uh, weapons of of for destruction and what happens um, you will thoroughly enjoy let's just say the gun one that's all I'm gonna say the all gun right one. cool that sounds good to me make sure you do that and uh, we'll definitely. Uh, Get back with you, Toya. We appreciate you calling in. Thank you, Toya. Did you have anything no to say? You Ain't have no anything problem. to say before you leave? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> ladies, it is still getting warmer, of course. Um, shoes, feet need to be looking quite right. We're fastly approaching sundress month. Ladies, we're starting to see the sundresses are starting to come out because Montez is wearing a Jesus help me. Um, and we, uh, as I noticed, Karen Ross has some good sales with some sundresses. Check it out. Um, Ooh, thank you. Um, we ladies, we need to make sure the feet are correct. I, I don't want to repeat this. I bought me a camera, uh, this week. So if you see a nice little Sony Zoom fiber shot on your feet, <laughs> it's your fault. Okay? Oh, I just want to say that. Wow. So, um, and then I will upload it to Instagram as everybody on here can attest. I will do that to Instagram. Mm. And also, uh, 
Hey, chill. Fuck Mario Chalmers. I know you love the email I sent you the other day. I mean, I know you want to say it because, you know, the heat are losing. I know you want to say it with your chest. Come on, say it with me, chill. Say it with me. I know the email, you couldn't say it, but I want you to say it with me. Just come on, just get it, get it, get it deep down in your chest, chill. Just come on, just say, fuck Mario Chalmers. Come on, get it out, chill. It, it, it's, it's important. Oh, and, uh, and also, Dick wasn't my friend this week. Of course, um, I left another applicant when, when, when they called and I was in the middle of a conversation and, Dick betrayed me again, but that's okay. It's still going to do what I need them to do. But <laughs> Dick is never my friend. Uh, and also, uh, ladies, just make sure the feet are correct. That's all I ask. Because I, I, I do look at your feet. Okay. I do. Okay. I do look at your feet. I ladies, ladies, boomerang. ladies, I, I watch your feet. I open the door while looking at your feet and your ass, okay? But that's all I have to say on this week's <laughs> feet ass dick betrayal story. Y'all have a great weekend. Hey, chill, fuck Mario Chalmers. Holla. Peace. <laughs> all right, man. All right, well, we, um, we're definitely going to um, be back tomorrow, like I said, with the people from Operation Cubicle. Cubicle. Uh, check us out. Um, blackoutest.com make sure you're donating make sure you're leaving us five star reviews it's fun doing these feedback shows man it is the only thing I do you know I get up Saturday morning I'm like god another day of having to go do a show and I immediately hear from my fans and you get all this love and stuff and it's like you get recharged for the week so yes yes and thank uh, you very much and uh, b- before we go I just uh, wanted you guys to know that I got up bright early this morning to go to the step class and, and uh, busted, almost busted my ass in the middle of the room yeah we'll talk about that tomorrow yes we will Karen just randomly throwing shit into the show sorry guys <laughs> but uh yeah we'll be back tomorrow man uh can't wait to talk to you guys again um theblackoutist.com follow us on twitter at Rodimus Prime I'll say that again that isn't D-A-T and uh make sure you guys are following the show at T-B-G-W-T uh search for the Black Outtips on Google Plus follow us there add us to your circles we'll add you back mm-hmm. all that good stuff guys cause uh it's helping the show spread and it's getting bigger and bigger and better and better and uh you guys are a big part of that man yes, so um is. until next time i love you you too baby Mwah.
get a page of a pick of the house in a try Make them skin fry Marrow of the flavors Pass it out in a discover my mind From the dirty know them, them a tata Man a shatter And I got a lot of power well Just them if I go on Marrow fly like star Make them a forget flatter Say this are the sweetest time No punk or get murder I only do tick up the DMX and I do Enjoy the killing time Shot at a damn paper Mr. Clever And me got it a good dog for me All gangsta you me while you pull your guns high Just get a page of a sick as a boss in a try Make them skin fry, marrow of the flies But she don't in a discover ba 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 Gangsta you me while you pull your guns high Just a page of a sick as a boss in a try Make them skin fry, marrow of the flies But she don't in a discover ba 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 Here comes the boom, here comes the boom 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 where do the copy day and the beat ya? Like a spirit, she left them feel it ya. We keep going on and on and on. Pull them out of the woods just like Sienna. So make them know we got a shooting gallery. Killing is fun and we no need not a salary. Pull up at the Amazon and body can't follow it. And we no owe no apology. And the more kinds of war crimes, more times. In the war times, we wait for four times. You know we say, man, that I'm such a madman, bad man. With the boom, you never had, man. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom, 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 here comes the boom. All gangsta you me while you hold your guns high, no kids a pay your pussy cause a pussy not try. Make them skin tie, my row of people eyes, flush it out in a disco, ba 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 ba. Gangsta you me while you hold your guns high, no kids a pay your pussy cause a pussy not try. Make them skin tie, my row of people eyes, flush it out in a disco, ba 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 ba. Here comes the boom, here comes the boom. Here comes the boom, 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 here comes the boom.